Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to a zombie radio production. You're all going to die down here. Welcome to a 12-step program for your zombie addiction. Zombie Anonymous. Welcome to the meeting, Zombie Anonymous, and where I'm Jesse. And I'm Freak. And we have and a special guest. Yeah. Tell it. us. It's my say. It's my say. Mike from the XD Experience. Woo! Yes. <laughs> I was, I've been pumped about this all day, too. I've been like, yeah, yeah. I even went tonight before <laughs> I got, I got done all my adult. Well, one last thing on my adult thing was uh, I had to go get beer. <laughs> yeah. So I went and got some beer for this. Awesome. The, uh, some local Delaware pineapple IPA. Yeah. Oh, how was that? Um, I had it once, but it was on tap. So um, it's probably going to taste different. But if it's what it was last time, I'll be happy. So, nice. But we'll nice. see. I mean, usually on tap seems to taste better than in a bottle. Oh, yeah. Know. Everybody at my bar where I work says the same thing. We, we just started carrying Shock Top. And that's like the most obscure beer we probably have. Yeah. But but <laughs> I, I did get my manager to order Raging Bitch in the bottle. Oh, so good. I it's my favorite beer. It's my favorite yeah. beer. And she was like, Well, you can't have it as your free beer after work. And I'm like, Well, I'll fucking pay for it then. Right. You know, <laughs> I um I I've been to that brewery, Flying Dog, and really? it's only yeah, it's only like 40 minutes from my house. It's in oh, Frederick, shit. Maryland. It is one of the, you know, it's funny you said that because I was just last night when I was looking for the dolphin picture that I was telling you guys about. <laughs> um, I was scrolling through that and around the same time that I uh, did the dolphin thing, when we came back or before we went to Florida, I must have went to Flying Dog right around then because I found all those old pictures and I was like, oh, these are cool ass pictures. Oh, awesome. Yeah, they're, I mean, <laughs> Because everything, like you've seen their labels before, right? Where right. it's all like it's all Hunter S. Thompson stuff. Yep. You go in there, and that's all it is: Hunter S. Thompson stuff everywhere, all oh, over the cool. walls. It's one of the coolest like brewery tours you'll ever go on. You pay five bucks, right? Okay. You go in, and I've never paid five bucks and been so hammered in my life because the entire process, like they're walking you through. The 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 brewery and are like here's a beer. Matter of fact, here's another beer. Try this beer. Here, try this one. Here, here's your fifth beer while you're on this tour. So nice. then by time by time you get back around and you're at like the bar and you get like I don't know how it works for you. Well, yeah, it's the same way in Virginia Beach too. They give you the tokens, right? Um, because I've toured a few of your uh, local places. Which I have cool. yet to do this. No, I'm, uh, I'm always working when they have shit going on, so I just never make it there. Young's yeah, I need to tour some room around here. Let's see. It's Young's Veterans Brewery and Beach Bum are literally you can walk from one to one right around you. It's not far. Yeah, it's and, 20 um, minutes from Virginia Beach. Yeah, and you could literally walk from one to the other. It was so much fun. But um, yeah, when I when I went to the Flying Dog, uh, I'm like fired up, as you guys can tell. When I went to the Flying Dog thing, 
Um, so by the time you get all the way back around and you, you get your tokens, and usually they don't take any, they give you the first beer free or whatever they, it, what it is. By the time you get around, you got five tokens. So you get to drink those, and then you get all the people who just wanted to do the tour who leave their tokens on like a table. You get all their tokens. And then you get the people oh, come in and have two drinks, and then they're like, here, take these tokens. If you hang out there, oh my God, I was shit faced for five bucks oh my god yeah, it was so much fun man i had as a matter of fact i had like a buck knife out and i was carving something out it was weird but um <laughs> yeah but it, it, it is a lot of fun that 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 tour the only thing weird about i don't know how it is where you guys live here we can drink beer from i mean they can serve us from whenever to whenever there's no like stop serving thing you know they they do like a last call at a bar before it closes, right closes. right but there's no like state laws here that says you have to like can't serve after this time or can't well, see, serve before this. It's different. It's probably different for a brewery than it is for a regular bar here. But I work at a private club, so we don't have a closing time. We have to be closed a period of one hour in a 24-hour period. Isn't that nice? It, it is. And I have been at work um, several times till four or five in the morning because yeah. we're still partying. <laughs> And I'm yeah, working, and I'm getting paid think, for it. So, well, I know in Iowa they have to quit selling at two, and I think usually that's what people do here. They'll be like last call, and then everybody will just run up and grab like two beers, and then they got like another hour to drink those two beers before the place closes. Yeah. Oh, see, we don't. If okay, here we have bar time. It's usually a quarter to two or ten minutes to two when they call last call, and you have until uh-huh. about whenever the bar clock hits two o'clock. To get the fuck out because they have nice. to be closed but yeah they nice. they do bar time so that you know people could have you know a last drink or two before two o'clock so that they don't get in trouble yeah so when when i went on the flying dog tour the reason why i brought that up was because when i went on the flying dog tour uh our tour was supposed to start because they give you times like you have to do this like ahead of time and you right. get assigned times so, like, we went on the computer, did it, and it was like, noon is your time, right? So, we get there, like, I was like, let's get there at, like, 11, and then we can have some lunch because they serve food there and stuff, right. too. And, like, we can have some lunch or something, grab a couple beers before we go on the tour. Maryland will not serve you until 12 o'clock, and they have to stick by <laughs> that law. Wow. So, I'm oh, sitting wow. there, I'm like, because Delaware, I mean, literally, I could throw a rock to Maryland, that's how close I am, mm-hmm. too. And I'm like, really, like you're, like I've gone out, like we do what's called like a, it's it's basically breakfast, but it's like a, it's like a, a I don't want to, don't want to say brunch because it's earlier than brunch, but you can go out like Two Stones, one of my favorite places around here for like beer and food. You can go there on like a Sunday morning, and they do these specials, and you can get like eggs and whatever, yeah. like sausage, and then they'll they'll tell you try this beer with this. So you're sitting there chugging like a porter or. You know, an IPA while you're drinking eggs at like eight thirty in the morning. It's like so awesome. That is so cool. when I went to Maryland, they were like, "Yeah, we can't serve anybody till twelve o'clock." I'm like, "That's weird." Yeah, here, here, I many think, places. I think it's six. Well, every Iowa. every place in Virginia is a restaurant. It's not a bar, mm-hmm. even if people just go there to drink. It's a restaurant because all of them have to serve some sort of food. Mm-hmm. And which means if you're open for breakfast that they can serve you. Like I used to work at one place um, and we had breakfast and a lunch and dinner specials and all that. But it was mostly a bar known for margaritas. And um, so I hate making margaritas to this day. 
Because that's what everybody <laughs> ordered there. It was fucking ridiculous. But um, I had people coming in at 8 in the morning to eat breakfast and having shots of Jim Beam with their breakfast or having yeah. mimosas or Bloody Marys, you know, with their breakfast. My wife loves the mimosas. Like, we go, that's, I mean, here you can do that, like, anywhere around here. Like, they'll do the mimosas. Because mm-hmm. it's not much, it's like wine, isn't it? Inside champagne. of champagne. Like, champagne inside mm-hmm. of fruit thing, basically. Champagne and orange juice. That's all it is. Is that all it is? Mm-hmm. Um, but around here, they're, like, huge. Everybody, like, they'll go out and they'll get that. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm going to get, like, uh, this IPA and I want to try this, you know, da 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 da. And yeah. I'm sitting there. Yeah, it, that's, it, that's, what makes Delaware, I think, so much fun in those aspects, you know, where yeah. they have these little <laughs> things you can do that, is that cool. not everybody yeah. can do. True. Yeah, there was a high V that I used to go to every, practically every Friday or Saturday night because I'd go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show and it'd get out like a quarter to two. And so everybody would rush to this high V that was the closest to get there before two. And the guy who worked there at the time then as long as you were in line before two, he'd still ring you up and let you buy it. There you nice. go. Yeah, it also depends on who you know and all that stuff. Because I know I worked at one place, and even after we closed at two, we let some of our regulars just stay there. Mm. And we would all drink until yeah. whenever. But, yeah, most technically us closing. Yeah. <laughs> Count money I've, and stuff. I've been at a few bars where, like, the, the bartender would be like, Look, just hang out with us, have a beer. We're just shutting the store down, you know. And yep, I'm like, okay, yep. you know, you end up because we get to talk about sports or whatever, and then they're like, just hang out, just hang out. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's out. always cool, always cool. Yeah, and it's never weird. Like you, you, you always think like you going in like some mo- most of the time or not all the time, but some of the time, it's like a complete stranger that's bar bartending. Like you don't really know that person right. that well, but then you end up having this like organic conversation that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fun. It I like is. That. I agree. So, since we've already covered Mike's beer, we'll get into our microbrew. <laughs> what are you drinking, Anthony? Or Freak? I have, Sorry. I have the 300 India Pale L by Fulton Brewing Company. Nice. What is it? Fulton? Um, yep. I want to say I've had one of their beers. What's their label look like? Oh, wow. Where's it from? Oh, let's see here. I think I might have had something from them one it time. It sounds familiar to me too. It does, but it could be—I could be confused with something. So I'm, I'm going to look it up on my untapped. Minnesota, what is it? Minneapolis. Huh? Yep, Minnesota. You looking at uh, your untapped? Yes, I've had. The, mine. I've had the sweet child of vine. Huh? Let me look at mine and see if I've had yeah. it. English IPA, and I had the ringer. You're drinking the 300. Yeah. Seven percent, huh? That's high. That's gonna get you toe up. Uh, the next one I have here is, um, I think it's Squatters Brewing Company. It's the Hop Rising Double IPA. What What does that look like? The label. I'm trying to remember. I, that sounds familiar too. Oh yeah, yeah. They make good beer, dude. I like them. Oh, I hope. Okay, well, I'll be trying that when this one's done. Yeah, they 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 do make some good stuff. I've had their beer too. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm not drinking beer tonight. I'm drinking Jack Daniels with my Dr. Pepper that I got at Wendy's for dinner. So you literally just put alcohol into that Wendy's cup? No, I put alcohol into my wine glass. And ah, at, my... least, at least at least you're fancy, right? Yeah, I'm always fancy. I drink my beer out of my wine glass usually, but I didn't get to the store, so. 
Have you guys have you guys ever tried the different beer glasses to see if they actually matter? Like they have like I'm gonna tell you um that I work at a bar and I've been a bartender since nineteen ninety eight and no, it doesn't matter. I didn't think think it, it does. I know it's, they say it like lets things breathe more for certain different kinds of beers, but right. But to me, nothing ever tastes any different. And the way I don't know, maybe it's just me, but that beer is usually gone in like five minutes. So right, I don't really. It's not going to be in a glass long enough for to me Mm-mm. to think it's going to do anything. You know, like I have upstairs, I got like IPA glasses and porter glasses, yep. but I never use them. I never use them. Yeah, I usually I, just collect if them. If I get some, I may try it and see. Yeah, give give it a shot. I'm curious because, like, yeah. I, I know that, like, if you go to, like, one of the, like, a lot of the bars around here, they're like, well, you're getting an IPA, so you need this glass. And I'm like, look, I don't care. Just give me a pint glass because I'm obsessed with just regular, like, pint glasses. Right. I love beer brewery pint glasses. I have, like, a million of them upstairs. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think co- it matters. There's a couple of bars around here that will with their menu for the beers, will tell you what type of glass it's going to be served in as well. Yeah. Well, that's like at my bar. Like, we have certain glass, like a little rocks glass. You can get a mixed drink in there for $1.50. What? That's cheap. Very cheap because it's a private club and you bring your own liquor. Bigger than this glass? That's a shot glass. That's a double shot glass. Yeah. Yep. Because it's tall. Yeah, it's bigger than that. It's more more wide. Yeah. And you can fit, like, a couple shots in there. That's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's like when you go to a bar and you get like a, a tasting of a beer. They bring out those yes, like eight yes, ounces or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's those. And then we've got the pint glasses that we use for like the beer, for the keg beer. And then we use it for um, a $3 mixed drink. Oh, so you guys got cheap ass mixed drinks there. You know how much of uh, just, a, okay, like a regular. Like, I, know, I know, but if I worked out at a regular bar like I used to. It's like eight dollars for, yeah, for one a drink. regular drink. But see, these people bring their own liquor. We what? provide oh. all the beer. They can bring their own liquor in there. They keep the bottle behind the bar. It has their name on it. When they come That's in, awesome. they're like, you know, I know who they are and what they drink, so I go get their bottle and make their drink. Yeah. And so they're they're ba- so they're basically paying you three dollars to make their drink. Pretty much. Yeah. They're using our glass. They're using our ice. Yeah. They're using our soda, and I have to make the drink for them. So yeah, they're paying me yeah. to drink their liquor. Hey, <laughs> and liquor's not cheap. I mean, mm-hmm. you go to a liquor store and try and buy like a good size bottle of anything. It's yeah. going to cost you. This bottle of Jack Daniels, when I bought it, brand new. This is the big one. It's the. That's I think a big it's bottle. Seven hundred fifty mill- milliliters, I think, but um, fifty-two dollars. Yeah, they're about the same here. Yeah, like, as opposed to the little one, the little one, this one's empty, but um, <laughs> this one's like $17. Yeah, I got some, I got, I got, I got this moon. I, I keep a lot of stuff in mason jars, as you can see. Yes. Um, I got this one here. <laughs> this is pretty good stuff, right? And then this is a local vodka place here. As you can see, I sip off of this from now and then. I remember y'all talking about that one. Yep, old Cooch's uh, corn whiskey. This will knock you, knock you back a few. Um, it's good stuff though. And then I got my regular moonshine down here. That's just the stuff that I brought down for tonight. Is that too much? No. Just question. Because I got some. Depends, on how, long. Depends on how long we record. Right. Do what you got to do. <laughs> right. So, um, what was I gonna say? Um, I don't know. Do we want to do our topic first, and then I'll do the speak pipes, or? Yeah, that should work out. 
And do you have the um, oh the voicemail that I yes. just yes yes okay so let's see here. It's gonna be super weird to hear my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you it did happened. it. Okay, Normie called uh, my show one. I remember. Time. Yeah, and it was so funny because she, she was on the show and she's like, "This is too weird." <laughs> like, Okay, for the topic, what fiction novel that isn't zombie-related has given you tips to help you survive in the zombie apocalypse? Mm. Okay, Guy Kane says Hatchet is pretty good, and Out of the Ashes is excellent. John Hexter says Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. Well, I'm just pronouncing it as he spelled it. (laughs) So... (laughs) It could be a different book or he misspelled Crusoe. I don't know. Uh, Matt Pierce says Lucifer's Hammer. And Will Crouch says Carry the Wind. So okay. I have to look for all of these. Yeah. And I had the idea because I was listening to the audio book of uh, Time Enough for Love by Robert Heinlein. And so in one section of the book, he's telling about how he's going out farmsteading or homesteading on some alien planet. And just goes through this list of the things he's t- he's taking with him, and then when he realizes how much space he has overpacked, then what he gets rid of and some of the decisions he makes. But then also, there's little things in this book where it's just little notes, just random things that he's the characters commenting on. And at one point, then he mentions a list of things that just about everybody should learn. Like basic, like basic survival skills, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even just survival skills, like just, how to balance your checkbook. Oh, I can't remember what else there was. I was like, if I, if I had the book with me, I, I could find it and mention what they were. But just listening to it, the audio book version, then it's like, well, I didn't bother taking notes while I was at work. Yeah, I do that. I listen to a lot of audio books, and my kids are like, you didn't read it, you listened to it. And I'm like, the same thing. Just as many of the books I've listened to on audiobook, I've also read. So I know. Isn't that funny? Because I, I've done the same thing. Like, I've read books, and then I'm like, oh, I want to read this. Like, recently, my son has been reading uh, To Kill a Mockingjay, or Mockingjay. Mockingbird. I'm thinking of like Hunger Games and shit. I know I've read that, but I remember nothing of it. Neither did I, right? But so my son's reading it. He's asking me all these questions, and I'm like, I don't remember this book at all. So then I listened to the audiobook, and like I remembered things, but also it was like, well, that was a different experience. Like I've read that book before, even though I really didn't remember a lot. As it was going on, I could like remember things. Yeah, yeah. So. It like made this. I don't know. It was kind of neat, but I've I've done that with a few books. A lot of the Walking Dead stuff, like Rise of the Governor and all yeah. that stuff, I've read and listened to a lot. I don't know why. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I have two copies of Time Enough for Love in my bedroom. Yeah, but I was at work and I felt like listening to it, so it's like okay, I'll just. I had an Audible credit, so it's like okay, that's what I'll be listening to. Yeah. Who's up next? Do it. You want you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead because I <laughs> I didn't really think of anything. See, okay, so I I didn't. Guys, he said I book, have, not fiction novel. Whatever he said, what the topic was the other day. So I was like, oh, the Boy Scout handbook. Oh, I thought I said fiction. I thought I said fiction novel. <laughs> oh, you just said book, and I was like, all right, Boy Scout 
handbook for real. <laughs> I would totally use that. That's but, a good one. The original copy of the Boy Scout yeah, handbook is an amazing book. Like I have like I think I have two of them now. Yeah, I've got um, three of them from the boys. Yeah, they're great, man. They and are. if you if you can get the like one of the older printings, they're even better because there's more stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But they're just amazing books, and they're like 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 you were saying earlier, like um, there's like more than just like survival skills in there. There's like kind of just weird life shit. You yeah, know? there is. And, and it's cool. It's a cool book. I've read it a few few times. But the new ones, not as good. No, no, they're not. So when you guys told told, told me about this topic, I was like, well, this is kind of neat. Because when I think of reading in general, I always think back to one book from when I was a kid. And it's more than one book. It's like a series of books. I, I hope this still kind of makes the cut. But The Hardy Boys. Like, you guys oh, read yeah. that stuff? And it was full I've of read just some of them. Yeah, it was full of, like, dude stuff. You know, like you were learning so much of like weird trails and, you know, mystery and all this stuff that went into it. So I thought if there was going to be something that like, you know, I would pick up on of all the books that I've read, I've probably learned more like stupid shit like that from the Hardy Boys than anything else. Because when I was a kid, that's all that I read. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I like it. I think when I was like 12 or 13, I got a shit ton of books from my... Oh, uncle, my aunt got married and they were both moving into a trailer and they both had a shit ton of books and stuff. And so they were just whittling down what they had. So I had, and I was in three or four different boxes, but all together, probably a refrigerator box full of books mm-hmm. about what it probably would have came out to just science fiction, fantasy, just tons of stuff. That's when I was introduced to Heinlein. And it's like, just his books have just influenced a lot of my different views on lots of different things. Yeah. A good book can do, do, can do that. Like, it's, it's funny because, um, two of my three kids love to read. The other does not like to read, like despises it. Like doesn't even want to read comic books, but the, right. the other two will like read like a son of a bitch. Like my oldest daughter, she will burn through like a 450 pound pound. What the fuck? Why am I all weird? 450 page book in like two days. And yeah. I'm like, how do you do that? She's like, if you're know. really into it though, you can do that. Cause I mean, like, I, I read remember... really fast when I'm reading and, and I comprehend everything. And sometimes There'll be certain areas of the book that I'm like, eh, I'll just skim through here and see what it is. And then I really get into certain parts. So it just depends. Yeah, that Fifty Shades of Grey is a tough read. I haven't read any of that shit. I haven't, I haven't looked at the movie. You know what I finally watched last night? What? And I shouldn't have watched it because when I read the book, I fucking cried my fucking ass off. What? The fucking <laughs> notebook. The notebook. No, I had never seen, seen it. it. I had never that seen movie. it. That movie is so good. It is Ryan so Gosling good. Ryan is like incredible in that. He and I don't really care was. if you can say I'm gay all I want, but look, I've been married twice, so I've had to watch that movie with two different women. It's a good fucking movie. It really deal. was, but I was crying my ass off. I was like, why did I do this to myself? Oh my god, I'm, where's the next horror movie I'm going to watch? Because that, that is not happening ducks. again. I need some titties. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, I mean, but that, yeah, that movie actually is a really good movie. It really was, and it was very, very similar to the book. So, yeah, that doesn't helped. happen often. Yeah, both of my kids love to read as well. Yeah. And my wife got annoyed one year for Christmas. She got me, oh, I think it was the last book in the Sword of Truth series. And I think that was three, 400 pages. And by the end of the day, I had finished it. 
I burn through stuff like that crazy. Like, that's what pisses me off when I go and I buy a Walking Dead, like, you know, when they oh, do Oh, the their, comic like, book? Oh, my God. Yeah. You're I so read them like, things like that. I know. And then you're like... And then I'm sad. Then I'm like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah. I mean, because I... See, I always buy, like, I buy the individual comics. I've been no, doing this for years. I don't. So I, I buy, well, I, I buy the individual comics, but I read the graphic novel. So I'm buying that shit twice. You know, see, in a, in I a don't, sense. I will wait till I win the lottery to buy each individual comic, but yeah, well, I but buy the you, compendiums see, because it's, you know, I can get a whole bunch of issues all at oh, once, but I do have to wait. That sucks. Yeah. But well, you also get to read more, so mm-hmm. yeah, you can get more of a like enjoyment time. That's true. You know? But I've been doing, I've been buying the comics before there was even a show. So that's how see, long I've been in. I didn't get into The Walking Dead until season two had first started. That's when I started watching it. And then after season two ended, I went back and I watched all day and watched all of season one, which was only like <laughs> six or seven episodes. But I watched yeah, it all. And then I was, I was hooked from that because season one still my favorite season out of all yeah. of them. Look, I bet you, you guys are zombie fans just as well as I am. You could almost tell, like, you think back over the six seasons mm-hmm. that we've seen. Can, can you name me more than two episodes, the episode titles, more than two for any year? Because season one. Yeah, title. I don't know season if I know one, the titles, but I can tell you what happens in most of them. Yeah, but like, but like season one, you can remember like pretty much all those titles. Like, uh, Tell It to the Frogs, Vatos. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I can still remember all those titles. Those six episodes were so damn good. They really and were. Like the, and the titles went with the episodes, I think, better than they do now. Because mm-hmm. now they'll just say one word that turns out to be the title of the episode, whereas back then it was like a little bit more, they took a little bit more time. Mm, um, it could be I that, watching, and they probably don't want to give a lot away. Probably not. Whenever they're, I, you know, with the seasons now, especially since so much stuff's about to happen. Yeah. This like, I can't wait. <laughs> I know, I can't I, wait. I, my favorite has been season six, but I think season seven is going to be even better. You know, my kids ask me all the time because they, they watch the show too. And they're like, well, what's your favorite season? And I'm like, honestly, I like them all. Like, I'm not yeah. going to sit. I can't go, oh, I like this season over that season or whatever. Because I've kind of, look, I've been, I've been excited and happy more than I've been disappointed right. every single season. We watched yes. um, this past weekend, season two, the mar- marathon was on the whole season in one day, right? Yep. So I got up nine o'clock. I, I missed like the first episode or came in late in the first. I can't remember how it worked out. But and then throughout the day, I mean, you got to do like adult things. So you're like walking away, but then you come back and then you walk yeah. away and then you come back. I really like that season a lot. And I don't know why it gets so much bad play. I don't know. I liked it too. I think they had to do it the way they did it because they needed to do that character building that they did. Exactly. You were that, meeting so many new people in that season that they had they, to do it that way. And they took their time with the characters. They, they didn't did. like rush it out there. I mean, know? why and do you I, think we all hated Lori so much? <laughs> because yeah, we've seen because... so much of what she did in season two. So, I mean, I, I yeah, think that it had know, to happen. I haven't seen it since the first viewing, so maybe I should go back and watch, rewatch it. It may change I'm my telling opinion you. on it. And, and you know, a, a lot of people are like, well, when you Netflix watch it, you're 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 not seeing commercials and you're binge watching it one after the so other. What? Now I was able Who to watch cares? I was able to watch one after the other, but I still like commercials. And look, it still plays well. I like it. I, I like that season. When they find out there's, you know, the, the zombies in the barn mm-hmm. and Shane's going nuts and 
you know, all that stuff. And then Dale ends up getting, you know, he dies. And then, yep. you know, Carl's being a little douchebag. And then you had the Randall. There was so much that was going on, you know, that you were learning so much more about these characters. You know, Daryl gets shot in the face by a- Andrea. Oh, hell, Andrea herself was around for all that season. Yep. And, you know, you know, like, there's just so much going on there that now it seems like they do, okay, we're going to have a Morgan episode this week. And then next week we're going to we're going to do a, a Rick and and Daryl episode, you know, yeah. and it's like, but back then they were able to do all the characters except, you know, who I really felt bad for was T dog. He was in like all these I shots. I love T dog. I did too. And he was in so many <laughs> shots and, and Ernie Singleton is a great actor. And he was in so many shots just standing there. Yeah. And I'm like, that sucks. And then when Lori's in, in, in the car, me and my wife were watching it. Or my wife and I for the grammar police. <laughs> um, you know, um, you know, we're watching it and you know, uh they all leave the barn, right? And yep. it's it's the last episode. They all leave the barn, they're in the car and it's uh I think it's uh Beth, Lori, and T Dog or something in, 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 in this truck. And she's like, T Dog, T Dog and I'm thinking to myself, in the zombie apocalypse, would you have like would you be able to call somebody T Dog? If that was their name or their nickname, yeah. But wouldn't it be yeah, weird? I'd be, like, name was. I'd be like, yo, there's zombies chasing us, right? We're just seeing all these people die, and you want me to call you T-Dog? What's your real name? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt weird. That was the only thing that felt yeah, weird. Yeah, I guess when you put it that way, that makes I sense. I don't know. In Zombie Apocalypse, I think I would tell people that my name was Freak. Yeah, but see, that's... that. Okay, you know what? That's one word. It's It's so generic. But like you know, when you say like <laughs> as generic, You're generic, no, 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 that's not I'm what just I mean. Playing, when, I'm I say, when when I say generic, I mean like that's one word. It means one thing. Whereas when you say T dog, it like it feels weird and strange. And he like he never like he had like a race thing at one point anyway. Yeah. So like it was all weird. And then I don't know. And then like you know they're in the car and she's like yelling at him and she's like T dog and I'm like. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. From <laughs> you know, you see what I'm saying? Though? I do. I do. That was the only problem I had with season one or uh, two. But you know what season two did that was great? They did all these cool shots. Do you remember the shots that they did? Yeah, they, they really through? did. Like when they're, when Rick's pulling uh, uh, Randall out of the car and you get that point, that POV. Yeah, that was that. cool. I like that. Yeah, and they're doing all those different things. They did a lot of stuff with a cam- with the cameras that was so much different that they don't do anymore. And, you know, I started thinking to myself, like, I missed that stuff. Yeah, you know, that POV true. shot and stuff was really cool. Well, I think we they did that, that a few more times throughout the last few seasons, uh, but not as often. We got we got a POV shot at the end of last season. Oh, my God. Yeah, I <laughs> know. I don't know. I, I, I hope they give us two shots of that. What do you, what do you mean? Well, like an POV, overhead and a side well, or something? POV, even knowing who it is, their POV even better than what we did get. But also seeing who it was, which you we're gonna know have what to see. would be cool. You know what would be re- really cool, and I'm not sure how the positioning would work, but wouldn't it be cool if we saw a POV from Carl's one good eye? Oh yeah, and then, <laughs> you know, because then you have to worry about that perception, and then and then you get a POV from like I don't know, like the RV or I don't know, like it's got to be in the, it's got to be if if they're going to show what they say they're going to show, and they're going to show this brutal killing. You got to have like a really cool shot of that, but I, I think I think you're right. For I think you need more than one shot or one angle in that. I think you and need they, two or three. You know, I think they will probably do that, or we may see it from everybody that's sitting there's view. 
they might show like a little bit from each person's view. That'd be cool. Well, yeah, well, we might see we might see the point of view of the first strike hitting the person from their point of view. What if it what if it does that and it after that is switched to some one of the other characters? What if, so what if we see the POV that we saw, right? And then after that first hit, it switches to a POV of Negan. Would you guys be okay with that? And the way he sees it, like he's looking down the line yes. and they're all crying. Yeah. Because yeah. that would give yes. you. I think I would like. And you know what? That makes sense that they would do something like that, too. You would need that, like, shock value. So to be able, as Negan's hitting, he's, like, taking it like a champ and he's looking down the line at Maggie or whoever and seeing, and you then you get to feed off of their reactions. I think that would play so well. I really hope they do something like that. We'll have to I wait and see. Will. We gotta well, wait till we'll, October. We only got like what? What, what is it? Uh, two and a half, three months. So we're getting there. three months, I guess. Almost. Yeah, yeah I, I need to find wait. something to something to binge on Netflix next. I've been Ooh. binging on The Office the last couple weeks. I love The Office. That's such a great show. I'm on the last season. <laughs> How do you guys like Preacher? You guys watching? Preacher? I have not seen Ooh. it yet, but I heard it was badass. Oh, Preacher Watch. is fucking awesome. It is so awesome, and in fact, like. The first episode, my wife's looking at me because she's watching. She's like, what the hell are we watching? I'm like, don't just trust me. Just trust me. I've read this comic. It's great. And then it just gets more and like <laughs> out there. And then you're like, all right, she can't buy it. There's no way she's buying into this. And she did. But it worked. Okay. Another good show is I don't know if you guys have Cinemax, but if you have like other means of finding television shows, do it. I do. It's called, it's called Outcast. And it comes on the Cinemax channel. Okay. And it is freaking awesome it's like demon possession but it's done in a way that almost feels fucking real it's weird and it's really good it's really well shot they do all kinds of cool stuff how long has it been on it's only five episodes in so you're not far behind it's and this is the first season but my god is it so it's if you're in like that kind of stuff it's really cool because like i'm not going to spoil anything but you got like a preacher right and you know he's doing his like holy water and cross thing but what as the show this first season's coming out, he's realizing that like that don't mean shit. That only means so much. Like it'll hurt a demon, but it won't do anything to them. Right. But then the, the other main character's name is Kyle. He, you know, he grew up around I'm not gonna tell you guys any spoilers. So he grew up around all this screwed up stuff that has caused him at this point to kind of understand that he has a gift of being able to drive demons out of people. Okay. And it's like the story of him learning that gift and everybody calling him an outcast. And then this preacher coming to terms with like the way he believes isn't real. And he asks, he like, they both need each other to be able to defeat this like evil within. It's really cool. Really well done. So check out that, that. Outcast. 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 Okay. One, another one that's pretty good so far has been um, feed the beast. Oh, this is on AMC that. as well. And so it's like, Two guys trying to start up a restaurant, and they're getting funded more or less by the by the mob. Uh-huh. Actually, a couple different organized crime groups, because like like the one guy owes one owes money to one group of the mob, and then the other guy getting it from his father, and it seems like his father's kind of tied up with the mob or some other crime group. Now I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen commercials for it. Is David Schwimmer in it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember seeing the commercial for that now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying so. to think who I'm, was in the commercial. And I'm not sure. Who, I just, I don't pay attention very much to actors. You didn't so watch I'm Friends? Not, I just, no. I'll be there. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yes, okay. Yeah, he's from Friends. Well, 
Right, we're all thinking of he is yeah, one of Ross. the characters. He played. Um, uh, uh, did you guys watch the OJ thing that just came out? No, uh, I was I was alive was whenever that was happening for real. <laughs> yeah, David Schwimmer played. Uh, I believe it was the Kardashian guy, the dad. You know, the one who the one who made all the money that all right. these Kardashians run around around with. Yep. No, was that him? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's who he played in that. I, I haven't seen it, but I. I got mixed reviews on on that OJ thing, but I mean, newsflash: we know what happened. We do. <laughs> this is true. It's a true story. Hashtag. You guys are sounding like <laughs> robots to me right now. What? I. You sound great. I don't. Hear <laughs> no problem. I haven't heard any robotness. Neither did I, Mister Robots. Tonight, you know, I didn't watch it yet. I'm gonna watch it when I get done here. I haven't started you know, that one yet. That show is so damn amazing. Um, freak. I don't know if you can hear me, but. Mr. Robot is freaking incredible. It's so much fun, and they do stuff that's so like unique and different. Like the other day, they did a Facebook Live, and then they dropped their whole first ep- okay, episode. Hold on. Huh? So I'm hanging up and calling back and seeing if that helps my connection. Okay, go ahead. We'll wait. We, I'll wait. Don't worry. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, that was so cool to have you on here. Yeah, it's it, it's a lot of fun. I don't know why I don't get around more. You know, like I don't know. Like, I get so tied tied up. But... Oh, he's back. Can you hear us? Okay, I'm not. What's going on? It's not working. Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening. Still, still sounds the same. And it's showing uh, me I have a great connection. Let's see. Where can we Hold see on. connection? I'll be right at? back. I'm. I I think what might be an issue. Hold on. Because <laughs> mine's good. Yeah, you sound good. I sound good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting on him to get back. Um, but yeah, Check I mean, robot. Check out Mr. Robot. So much fun. I saw it on one of the things I used to watch. Everything. Look, don't hide, hide it. I say it all the time. I'm like movie box, play box. I mean, you say it all. I don't care. No, you know I'm why? not doing it. Because they're out there. Because <laughs> they're out there. Anybody who cares can go out there and get them. You know. Yeah, but no, I don't want to get in any kind of trouble. You're not going to. What are they? What are they going to take? They're what are they like, going to do? I don't know. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Nothing. Know. My son you, found this site. You watching like some movies here, here or there ain't no big deal. Yeah, I watch a lot of movies on so that one. You, you'd be surprised how my, all my TV. I've been binging Supergirl, and uh, I've been <laughs> using my apps. Are you yep, back? I figured out what it was. What yeah, was my it? son's. Oh, my son started playing. Uh, on his two DS online, so uh, oh. the internet. You guys want to hear a yep. crazy story real quick? Yes, of course. Do you know who invented Wi-Fi? No, but he's a genius. Um, no, I don't. I don't remember. Did Did you say it? It was a he. Oh, it was a she. It was a she. Yay! <laughs> you guys ever listen to uh, Mike Rose podcast yet? No. Okay, if you guys haven't checked it out, his they're really cool. It's like their episodes are like five minutes each, right? And you can you can binge them. And I think his tagline is like, "We do I do a show for short attention spans, but who want like weird things, weird uh, stories." It's, it was really cool. I'm trying to find this woman's name now. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> here it is. I I know the story, but I had to remember her name. Her name is Hedy Lamar, right? So Hedy Lamar was an actress like back in like the 30s and stuff, and okay. she was like this beautiful woman, right? 
And she, the people always were like, how, you know, she would be in these movies, but she wouldn't get a lot of lines. She would just have to stand there. And she was like, the way to make, you know, the look beautiful and to be this most, you know, beautiful person in the world or whatever is just to stand there and look stupid. Like for a female, that's what you do. But what a lot of people didn't know about her was behind the scenes, she was a big time like inventor and liked to like play around with patents and, all kinds of stuff. And she actually invented the technology to fight in World War Two, World War Two, I think it was. Yeah, it would have um, been two if she was the actress in the 30s. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. I think so, I have heard I think I have heard her story. Yeah, so what she did was she came up with a, a solution to like bounce radio frequencies and she basically patented it, got the technology made, patented the technology, submitted it to the military, and they basically were like, That's great. But we've been trying to figure this out for like 20 years and we can't figure it out. So there's no way that a female can do this. So then what she did was she started going around and giving uh, kisses out. And she raised over $220 million in kisses, right? Damn, I'm starting tomorrow on that shit. Right, right. (laughs) And and it was like because she knew she was pretty and she could get people to do that. That would fund a lot of these projects. So what ended up happening in in the long run was the, the, the technology sat. And then out of nowhere, you know, back in the day, they were, um, I forget when it was, but it was like, you know, in the 60s or 70s or whatever, eight, I don't remember, whenever hell Wi-Fi, the first uh, initial Wi-Fi was invented. They used her technology, her patent, Hedy Lamar, who uh, Wi-Fi was originally intended for to be like a weapons defense system, ends up becoming what we have as Wi-Fi today, which is why you had your connection problem a minute ago. Wow. So in a weird, long-ended story, that's what happened. <laughs> nice. Hedy Lamar. I did not know that. I learn something new every day. Yeah. I opened my new beer and I realized I was talking to Mike about this this weekend about how, for the most part, I don't like IPAs and there's just this taste to most of them. I love that I don't like. And I knew there were some I do like and I realized it's the double IPAs I like. And there's something. The taste is just different enough that with the doubles, it's what I like. That means it's brewed twice as long, right? Yeah. 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 So like a double IP a normal IPA is usually like thirty minutes um when they do the thing. So a double would be more like a sixty minute. So those are just like the sessions, like the ones that have the session IPAs, like the ninety minute session IPA from um was it dogfish head? Uh-huh. Is it that just like means how long thing? it like yeah, dogfish head is a local brewery here, it's in Delaware here. Yeah, we can get it so here. They, they do they do their 30-minute, their 60-minute, their 90-minute, and their 120. You're right. I can't find minutes, the 120 here anywhere. Don't don't even bother with it. No. Honestly, it's not very good. Their 60-minute and their 90-minute are freaking incredible. I've but, had both like, of here, those. But here, we get it so much that we don't even... like Nobody in Del Delaware drinks that beer. But it's, it, is, it is a great beer. <laughs> yeah. The 120 is just... It's like, it's like barley wine, and then it's like 12.5%. So mm-hmm. it's like... It tastes really funny to me. It's not. It's not my thing. But right, you know. But the sixty and the ninety is really good. Okay, I've had the sixty and the ninety, but I just I was looking for the one twenty and I just can't find it. I mean, if if it's something you like, want to try, I just want to try it. Yeah, then go ahead. You know, um, like do it to untap another beer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, me, I think I've had it like twice. You know, I think I've had it twice, and both times I've been like. Yeah, I'm good. It's always like an end of a night beer, too. Right, like you're right. Done, you know, this is going to be your last beer. It's going to be high in alcohol, that kind of thing. That's the way I always treated it, you know? Like, it's going to get you over that edge right before you leave. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. 
Or maybe you should try it first and see if the ta- if you like the taste better when you're sober. No, see, I like everybody else getting drunk before me, so I like to do it the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I've been like cut off from drinking just IPAs in the evening because I drank nine one night. Holy shit, that's a lot of IPAs. Yeah, and I'm not like a huge person, <laughs> so I was like so fucked up, and I had to work the next day, and I was just I sat at the end of the bar like this. Mm-hmm. For most of the day, I was like, just tell me when you people need something. And they're like, just drink a beer, hair of the dog, you'll be good. And I'm like, no, I don't want to look at beer. I don't want to smell beer. I don't want to do nothing with beer. But I made one of my customers bring me saltines. I told him he couldn't come in unless he came in with saltines. And then I had that, ginger ale, Gatorade, and then I finally drank beer, and then I was fine. Oh, yeah. You it know what I mean? Like that, I've been just like, like that. Uh, it was the worst. IPAs get you drunk quick. See, a lot of people don't know how to like judge IPAs yeah. because sometimes they're high in alcohol or like seven and a half percent or eight percent. So then you're like, oh, it's just one beer. They're thinking like Miller Light or Bud Light or whatever. It's like yeah, because I can drink like Infinity Bud Lights and I know. Me, and, me, me and be good. Because at work, when you know, whenever I'm up there hanging out, I will drink Bud Light because I'm not trying to get shitty as hell. Yeah, you know, like but I want to drink with everybody, but I'm not trying to like get totally fucked up. Can you guys get Yingling there? We can get Yingling, but um, we don't carry it at work. Well, there's a lot of bars around here that have Yingling, and I've Yingling. had it. It's good. It's good. It's good. But um, have you had it, Freak? I don't know what it is. It's oh, a man. beer brewed in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's, I'll I, I tell you what, for a mass produced beer like that, it is actually one, it's my go to beer. Like when I go to the store and I get beer for like a party, right. That's what I always get because it's like, it's comparable to like price wise, it's like a dollar or two more than like a case of Miller Lite would, would, would be. Right. It's not really that much more, but it tastes so much better. Um, but you know, I will, I, I have to admit here. Like every once in a while, I'll be out and they'll be like Dollar Miller Lights. And I'm like, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take two just to get started. You know, yep. it is what it is. It is. But I, I, I won't drink like I, I haven't had a Bud Light in probably like 10 years. And I don't, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind Bud Light. I, I will drink Bud Light. I can drink it at work. There's sometimes where I'll get a bottle and I'll be like, OK, this just tastes funny. Yeah. And I don't know if it's so, because but- I've been drinking other kinds of beers and then I hadn't had a Bud Light in a while. But it just depends. Yeah, no. Bud Light is like water. It is. It's, it's, just, li- it's light beer. It's just no. It's just a beer. It's just like there's no real flavor to it. You're just drinking something to be drinking something, kind of exactly. like water. There's no real, for the most part, there's no real taste to water. There's some I, water that ha- that does taste better. Water. There's some water that just tastes See, but that I'll does pick, taste worse. I'll pick out of the beers we sell at work water. now. I will drink Bud Light before I drink anything else. Yeah. Just because that's what I used to drink before I had IPAs and stuff. So, you yeah, know. me, it was, see, me, it was Miller Light. That's why sometimes I'm like, I, I know every once in a while I'll like untap M- Miller Light and I get people like, why are you drinking that? Well, Look, yeah, I yell at my, at my friend at work's husband because he'll untap his Bud Light and I'm like, dude, really? You don't need to untap see, I, Bud Light. I'd be untapping one every two minutes. <laughs> but I will. I usually just <laughs> every time I've untapped a Miller Light, I've been called out on it too. And I I'm usually... like, maybe I can do this one time, and then I get called out, and I'm like, look, it was left over from a birthday party. Exactly. Yesterday. What do you want me to do? I'm not going to let it sit in my fridge and rot. Mm-mm. 
I try. I try to just untap beers once. That's what I do too. I do the same thing. I have a few that I wasn't paying attention, and it's like, oh, I already drank this before. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, so if you see me untapping something, then it's like, oh, I didn't have that untapped, so that's why I tried it, so I could get get it added into the untap list. I started out that way, but see, it got to the point where I was like untapping things a lot of times while I was drunk, so I wouldn't <laughs> even know if I've had it. So I'd be like, well, I'm just going to untap it, just to untap it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where most of my double or my multiple untaps that came from. Because like. Cause like when works. I when I go out to a bar, I don't pay attention to what I'm just like beer untap, beer untap, or what whatever you know. Or if I'm in a conversation, I'm like beer conversation. Yeah, I, I don't have enough time to like think about like more than one or two things. Weird. Yeah, we all we've all been there. It's well, like my go to cheap beer has been still reserved. Oh, yeah. see, see, I can't rough. drink that shit. I don't. I haven't <laughs> had it for. I haven't had it very much for a while now. But it's like from downloading Untapped. Until I quit drinking it, Ooh, <laughs> I would have had. I think I probably would have tripled my number of untaps. Well, at least they ain't drinking Natty Light. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell no. it's it, it's funny because here, like, I live like right outside of a college town. Like, you can like walk down to the college, University of Delaware. It's like this big ass college. I, supposedly, it's this huge college all across the country, but I don't freaking know. But it's expensive as shit. It's like it's like twelve thousand dollars a semester, right? Right. All the kids there, all of them, right? You go in there on like a Friday night, and they're all carrying cases and cases of Natty Ice, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, I get that it's like six dollars for a twenty four pack, but <laughs> that is some nasty shit. Hey, they don't care. They're just they're just trying to get fucked up. They don't care. And it's on. Like- so, so our, our college. Runs I will. On I will not drink Natty Ice just to untap it. I'm not going to ever have that one untapped. I won't either. You will <laughs> never see Natty Ice untapped on my thing because I would never do it. Me either. That's oh, oh, it's gross. I gotta do a shot. All right, do a shot. I'm gonna <laughs> pull up our voicemails and get those out of the way. Then we can talk about whatever the hell we want. So. Oh God. Oh, all right. God. So, hang on. <laughs> Here comes Mike. What? Uh huh. You. I was hammered. Okay. I'm waking. It's loading. It was after we got done podcasting. We were drinking mixed drinks, not beer. Nice. So we. I was feeling it. I had like six or seven shots of that moonshine. I'm drunk. (laughs) It's still loading. I don't know. And I was walking my dog at the same time. Oh my god. Yeah, it was funny as hell. It's like I don't even remember what time it was, but it was. It was getting there. Doing that. I, I need hope. to start calling podcasts while I'm walking my dogs. Yeah. I, I mean, need I, to, too. I mean, that one time I called you guys and you didn't even get it. And I don't know what happened. Because I was, was at what? work when I called you guys. It was like a couple months ago. Oh, shit. Call again. I will. I just need to think about it whenever it's Monday. Because we podcast Mondays, too, normally. I I, that, um, that's a confusing part. I don't know why this isn't working. So what I'm going to do is have him play it next week. Okay, because that'd be that'd be fine too. Because it'd be weird hearing myself talk about. It, so. <laughs> All right, yeah. let me go get not. the speak pipes, and then um, yeah, I'll have him play it because it's just it's just spinning and spinning, and it's not uh, doing a damn thing. So here's a horse, <laughs> Hexter. This is from Sunday. Our correspondence. Yes. Good day, chaps. Burning calling. Hi guys. Hope you're having a good week so far. Um, this week I'm drinking a. Bundyburg ginger beer, 
because uh, it's lunchtime and I've got to drive. So uh, <laughs> let's go with this. I kind of feel sl- I kind of feel slighted now. He didn't sing for me happy birthday. Well, happy birthday I've been sung to on podcast before. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah. Yes. Bye, Mike. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, where's the Wait, other I just one? sang the freak, actually, in a weird way. You kind of did. <laughs> you kind of did. And happy birthday, Micro. We miss you. Everybody, Micro's not here tonight because he had his wisdom teeth extracted. So he's not feeling too good. Little little chipmunk cheeks. So we'll see him back <laughs> next week, hopefully. All right. Well, he also he also already had plans and wasn't going to be here this that's week. True, so. That's true. That's true. Unless these were the plans, he well, might have already had uh, this appointment. It sounded, it sounded like it sounded like it was an emergency. Mm. It's like he had plans, and then it sounded just like on Monday that he's like, I all of a sudden have to have my wisdom teeth out. It could be. Could be. But here's another one from Hexer. Hi, you guys. Berlin calling. Um, yeah, I'd like to know. Um, yeah, Mike, where's my goddamn uh, Paracord bracelet? I've been waiting for that for like. Yeah, me too. Maybe more. Okay. Yeah, we got a good time, guys. Bye. Do I owe him a bracelet? You owe me one too. <laughs> this is back from Evo days. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, if I hey, send me uh Hexter, send me your address. I will send you one. Jessica, send me yours. I'll send you one too. I you owe me don't... a sticker too because I won on your uh your you show. I actually I got all I got a bunch of stickers all ready to go. I got I got freaks. I got Adams. I got I got uh, a bunch of people stickers. I got I just gotta take them out. I haven't. You work at the post office. I, I know, but it's so weird when you work there, you get there before I the know. window opens, and you leave before, and it's weird. But I will get them out, guys. You know what? I, under, I, un- I completely understand. It's like, I just get lazy about it and don't want to go to the post office. Yeah, I owe uh, Thorne his stickers, too. I need to go it's do like, that. I did get mine from you guys, and in fact, and in fact, mine. I put one on my computer. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you guys right, right you now. You do. Wait till we post what uh, Hexter <laughs> sent us. <laughs> he didn't want us to tag him in that. I didn't. I'm not going to tag him on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Hexer, send me your address, man. I will get you one out. I just, I, 
either I forgot or just didn't. I yeah, I got no excuse. Just send me your address yeah. and you'll get one. All right, Let me, Jess, you too. Let me know what color you want. Same with Hexer. All righty, sweet, sweet. Yeah, and also, like, who wants to go to work when they're off? Not me. Nah, not me either. My, my wife always tells my kids not to get hurt because she's not going to the emergency room when she's I on tell, a day off. I don't even work at the hospital, and I tell my kids that. I'm not going to the emergency room today, especially if I open a beer or something and they're off screwing around outside. No, we're not getting in any kind of trouble. We're not getting hurt. Nothing. Speaking of trouble and, and back to what Hexer was saying, can I just touch on something? You may, quick? you may. Okay. Hexer said that, you know, people need to stop shoot, shooting the police and he's absolutely right. The problem is there's so many people out there that do, and I'm not going to get into some weird thing about this, but I will say this, like, I told you guys the, the other day, I'm finally out of like Murder Town, USA, because Wilmington is one of the worst places for violent crimes in this con- country. And I'm finally going to be out of that area in like next Saturday. So very good. Thank God. But one thing Don't about get it is. Shot like, before then. I know, right? That's all I can think about. Like, what happens if I get shot before then? Because I've been like, I've been like threatened. I've had guys threaten to kill me oh and my all God. this. I, I've been called racist because I, I shaved my head. And I got tattoos. It's the weirdest stuff ever. Like, you'd be shocked at the shit I've heard. So I'm, like, so happy that I'm getting out of that. But he's, Hexer's absolutely right. Just stop shooting the police. Like, I get, even if, like, something goes wrong, just stop and everything will be fine. (laughs) My whole point on that is, look, we all need to come together as a country. We're all Americans. There's fuckers in other countries that want to kill us. So step off and be there for your neighbors. And they're here. And they don't give a shit what color you are. They're going to fucking kill you. So stop it and let's just be a united country. And and, and, and I'm not saying the police are are scot-free here. Like, trust me, the police have some problems. They need to get figured out as well because there's a lot of problems that go on in there. We just had this conversation with my son before I came down here to get on the show because he's confused because everybody's confused. And we're trying to explain to him, look, you know, don't jump to conclusions until you get all the facts. You know, exactly. don't judge a story the first day yes. you see it. Wait a couple of days to kind of get everything out, feel around to see what's going on. Because something you can jump to a conclusion and wind up yourself shot, you know, yep. um, especially in, in this day and age. But, you know, there's this whole big disconnect between everybody right right now that just needs to stop. They, you know who I really like? I don't know if you guys know, but the Dallas police chief, chief there. Yeah, he was very cool. Yeah, yes, like he him. sounds very awesome. I like him a yeah. lot, and I think I did. more people like him. Do you know his his son was murdered? No, by police. Yes, I did not know that. that. After and his son, yes, murdered a police officer. See, I was I agree with both of you on this, and I saw a post a couple days ago that kind of made a good point. Everybody who. Well, most of the posts I see that are pro-gun point out the fact that the Second Amendment is supposed to be so we have guns when there's a corrupt government. Yes. So we can protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And while I don't agree with the Dallas shooter, the story pointed out that that's what he was doing. He sees the police shootings as a government branch of being corrupt. And that's his way of dealing with it, which is what we're told is why we have our right to bear arms. Look, I okay, I totally see where where, where you're coming from, and I'm not going to dispute like anything about that because I totally get that. Like, I see that. Yeah, um, I don't know if I agree with that. Perspective. And that, I don't agree with that shooter. 
What's that? Yeah, I don't agree with that shooter. I, but but you but see, the article point. did make a good point. I don't know if that was his motivation in his thought process, but the article was saying that's what the Second Amendment activists mm-hmm. are supporting. Yeah, but I don't think that that is not a good example to show our children. If you don't like something, yeah. go yes, shoot it them. Isn't. It's well, not a good example. Yes, there are good. many avenues that you can take if you have a problem with the police or the government or anything. There are many avenues, and you can recruit other people to help you with that. But going around yes, shooting, but... you know, cops shooting people and people shooting cops, that is not the right answer. And you're teaching yes, your kids that violence is the answer, and it's bullshit. Here's, here, here, here's what I'll say. As a Second Amendment owner, I got a gun cabinet right behind me. Like, literally, I'm point, point, pointing at it right now. Like, I keep guns in my house. I got a lot of guns. But I'm a safe gun owner. I keep all my stuff. Like, like I said, there's a gun cabinet. All my guns are locked up except one that is uh, fingerprinted. So the only way to access that gun is by my thumbprint. My thumbprint or my wife's is the only way that you can get to that gun. Um, and that, let me let me tell you, that stuff isn't cheap. So for me to go out and buy that stuff, it shows yeah. that I'm a responsible gun owner because I yes. do have three kids, and I don't want them getting hold of it. All my kids have shot guns. All my kids know gun safety if i took a gun out right now and told any one of any three of my kids two girls and one boy clean it they would know how to do it because you know what they've gone out they shot them i taught them respect like respect with guns like when i was a kid my dad took me out right the first thing he ever did when i was interested when i showed interest in hunting first thing he did was he took me out with a 12 gauge shotgun and a watermelon right and he puts the watermelon about 12 feet away and he shoots it with a shotgun with dub, dub, double up buck. And this this watermelon explodes into a million pieces. And he said that is the exact same thing that would happen to a human if you were to shoot them. And he goes, guns are not toys. This can happen. This will happen if you just, if you like, you know, misuse this, this thing. And so to me, the f- first thing I do with my kids is one of the things I do is I take them out with a watermelon and a shotgun and I do the same thing. All my kids respect guns. My kids all have BB guns. They go out back and they shoot, you know, but they know to shoot away from the house and away from public and all these different things, right? Because you teach your kids these things. Yes. Um, the one thing I will say about the Second Amendment and what you were saying, Freak, is yes, we were we were given that amendment and we were told to take a, to take responsibility or to take um, action against a tyrannical government. Um, people not shooting at you is no reason for you to shoot at them. So. Yes. That's the only thing I, I will say about that. Like those well, officers yeah, I'm a, over there. I'm a supporter yeah. of the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I don't own guns. I have no desire to own a gun. But I think we this is a very needed right. It is. It it is. And this guy abused that right to me because yes, this isn't is. what this what he was. He may have said it's what the Second Amendment means. But to me, when I look at that, I look at you shot at innocent people who didn't even know these shots were coming until they mm-hmm. were coming. That's not. Oh, what no, no, I don't think. I don't think he said it. I don't think he said this. This is just no, an article. No, 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 no. Yeah, out. that's what it looks like. But a lot of people are using that, right, and are painting this broad yes. brush of that across the board. Like he was—is he a hero or is he a villain? He's I a villain. He he shot at innocent people. Like if those police officers were just shooting into the crowd, and then he was to shoot them, that's totally different. That's a totally different story, right? Like yeah. that would be so much different, right? But that's not what happened. You know, these police officers were there, and, they, and I don't want to turn this into, like, a gun thing, but these police officers were, like, you know, there to protect these protesters from people outside of the protest, right? Right. Yes. And then they're getting shot at. 
and it makes no sense because it's like that, what what are you doing like seriously like and this was an ex he was uh army reserves i i believe um and it's like so he was trained on how to kill you know these guys know like i got a lot of family that's in the military jesse you got a lot of family that's mm-hmm. in the military and stuff you know what these people know what kills and yep. he was out to do one thing and one thing only to kill as many of these officers as he could I get he feels jade, jaded. Like there's a lot of people out there that feel that way. And in fact, in fact, a lot of these videos you watch, you feel that way. Like you're like, Jesus Christ, these cops are just using force. But then when you step back, and I was telling my son this earlier, I said one thing like the post office teaches us when we go into Murder Town USA to deliver mail, you know, they want you to come in and leave the same way. They want you to leave the same way you came in, alive and healthy. Yep. So these police yeah. officers are going to are going on their jobs with yeah. the same mindset. They want to go home to their families. And none of them became police officers because they could carry a gun and shoot somebody. They no, became no. police officers so that they could help the community and be there to save lives. And now, yeah, and exactly. And there's some out there that yes are abusing this right, and those people need to be held accountable. You've got I, shitty I, people in every area of this world, whether it be I, police, I, government, I, ambulance drivers, doctors. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, you've got bad people in every sector of yeah. your life, but and not it's all a bad of them are people like that. Problem. That it's is a bad people problem, not a police problem. Right. Right. It, it, exactly. And I saw this lady post this video today, and I, uh, God, I think you commented on a freak. It's like boggling my mind. She's like, we need to. Um, Abolish the police force and get the community to step up as part of our new system. That well, is not going to work. But isn't that what the police are? They're people in your community because around here, to work in like Wilmington police, you have to live in Wilmington. Right. To work in Newcastle County police, you have to live in that city. It's the same thing here. So, like, these are your community. These are the people that are living with, mm-hmm. with, with you. But they're so... Everybody is like on edge, right? So right. It, it just calls this tipping point, this this seesaw of who's right and who's wrong. And a lot of times, nobody's right, nobody's wrong. You know, like well, it, I it, think a lot of it is politicized. Yes, it's mm-hmm. not that it's like there's different parts of it. And our two party system has it that you have to either be on one side or the other. And see, that drives me nuts. In party system, that's what it, that's all it does. Not to mention the it's fact just, that the media is showing you what they want you to see. Yes, they're not showing well, you anything else. Like they're not showing you the guy that stops. Well, that's a, also a part shooting. of the politics. Yeah, yeah. because let it's me an tell election you, year. Yeah, exactly. And and in the past like four or five months, I've been like watching all these like people who carry concealed because I have a concealed carry per- permit. I can't carry at work, but I can carry because my work doesn't allow it. But I can carry anywhere I want in the state. I have a closed. I can carry it, you know, hidden. And it, Delaware is a very tough state to get that in. But, you know, I stuck it out for six months. I got it done, right? Right. So, but there's so many of these people who are concealed carry permits that stop these major accidents or these major incidents before they happen. But yet that never gets televised. Nope. Never. Have you nope. heard of that? But nope. yet I see them at least, at least once every two weeks. Somebody stops a, a shooting in a bar or somebody stops a shooting in a mall, you know, or just at a random gas day station. It happens all the time. But yet the media doesn't want to show yeah. that because it doesn't push the agenda. And that's what drives me nuts. Yep. Or it's covering up something else that's going through the government. I mean, you know, they're diverting your attention from what, you know, when's the last thing you heard about Hillary and her fucking emails? Exactly. Since all Everything- this cop stuff started. 
Yeah. Really. And they're diverting your attention to other shit so that you forget about that. And then they pass a bill or whatever through it. Or they say they're not going to press charges against Hillary Clinton and all this other shit. I mean. And you ever notice when like 80% of these bills are passed? Have you ever looked looked at it? It's like on a Friday at 3 o'clock. Yep. When people are like. Nobody's going to care during the weekend. Exactly. It's it's not going to get touched by, by the media. And by Monday, nobody cares because this country has such a short attention span. And that's exactly the truth. So, how many Pokemons have you guys caught this week? <laughs> <Not a handgun. laughs> well, okay, okay. That so is I, all over the news, by the way. And I am playing the Pokemon game because it's fun to do with the kids. But yeah. Have, okay, have you ever tried geocaching? No, but I've heard of it. And I, I was listening about too. you guys doing that on one of your podcasts. I, I've been wanting to get into it for years. I don't know why the hell I drug my ass, but I recently got, got into it like full, like hardcore. Me and my kids go out and it's so much more fun. And I think my kids who all grew up around the Pokemon thing, I didn't like it. it My kids did too. It was like after me. So I don't, I've never seen a show or knowing. I haven't either. Just what the kids have on TV or whatever. This is the first thing Pokemon I have ever done. I do remember my younger sister being into Pokemon and I just thought it was yeah. kind of amusing my, because she would tease me about playing Magic the Gathering. Well, my oldest she was son Pokemon. had Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, and, I remember those. And he collected days. all of those things and like I was just like, oh my god, these damn Pokemons and these Yu-Gi-Ohs and then now that the fact that I'm playing this shit is ridiculous. So, so I recently got into geocaching, right? Now, right. So it's you go out and you find real stuff and you can trade stuff. It's really cool. A, a lot of times this is a log book you sign, but it's the finding it. That's cool. Cause you yeah. actually got to like go in these places and you find these things that look like rocks and are not rocks. And then you do all this stuff. So my kids, they were so pumped about Pokemon go. Right. Cause that's what right. they did. So they, they all downloaded the game and they were telling me about the servers and all that stuff on the first day or mm-hmm. whatever. They finally got it going and they went out and they were like, yeah, I don't like it. And I'm like, why don't you like it? And they're like, because it's just like geocaching, but you don't find real stuff. Like, I can't come home with, like, uh, something, you know? And they yeah. were like, it's it. so they all deleted it. Like, right? I was like, why did you guys delete it? And they were like, just didn't see the point. <laughs> and I yeah. Was like, okay. Well, I got it before my kids did. <laughs> and I well, made everybody could- at my work download it. Everybody was sitting at the bar. I made them all download it. So we're all doing I it. I will say. My will work say, is a gym. You. You I could do say, them both together. In all could. the shitty shit that we see in the world, Pokemon Go was a blessing. I think it's way. great. It's getting people out. People are meeting up with each other. Like I joined a like couple groups on Facebook and another group on um, Group Meet for Pokemon. So you could go like to different places in your area. Like Virginia Beach is supposed to be pretty hot with the Pokemons, but yeah. I figured it'd be I like, cool. I like bash it sometimes, but I'm just fucking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well. I play on it like if I'm out, you know, I'll I'll look and see if there's one there or whatever. But when I actually go out with the kids and go to different places, we can all do it together and be kind of cool. Yeah, try you know, geocaching. I will. I, I will. You know, Jesse. Now that you got rid of the plenty of fish, yeah, I know. Maybe, that, maybe that's how you're going to meet somebody. <laughs> you're going to be out hunting Pokemon and you're going to meet your your. I will say, boyfriend. you never know. Say, so being a geocacher. <laughs> So be, be, being a geocacher, there's a term that's called a muggle. Mm-hmm. And what they are is they're people that wait by geocache is because they, they know where they are because they're, you know, they're there. 
you can go and you can like you download the app and then you pick a point and then it takes you there and you follow it. It's just, just like the Pokemon thing, most. right? And you go and you find it. But so what happens in geocaching is there's people who wait by by these geocaches, especially the bigger ones, right? And they wait for people and then they rob them. So that's oh, what's fuck that. Happens. They're doing that and with Pokemon too, though. I know, and it happens all the time. So when I heard Pokemon and my kids showed me, I'm like, it's only a matter of time for some kid gets taken or. Right. whatever and you know it's starting to come out but i just hope that you know parents and kids are like letting you know being aware of it if the right. parents are involved with the kids like you said you do it with the kids yeah that's good because I, I think an adult needs to be around when they go outside of their house yeah i just figured it would be yes. fun for us to do as a family to go out and be like oh what did you get what did you get you know just be kind of funny like yeah. i was driving my customers nuts when i was doing it the other day i was like oh i'm doing a beer in a minute hang on i got a pokemon here and i'm sitting there doing it <laughs> and they're like rolling their eyes at me they're one of my customers today said i'm gonna make this a pokemon free bar i was like and he goes i'm putting up a sign i said i'll take it down because i'm playing pokemon while i'm at work i don't care because our my Ice. work my work is a gym. I lost my battle today, but that's all right. <laughs> I saw an article earlier today talking to businesses about how they can use the fact. They and they are. Right. They're saying they there's bars yeah. in my local area. They're putting up, you can come in and look for Pokemon, but at least buy one drink. You know what I mean? So it's kind of cool. You definitely can, well, but there's... I... I... I, I think I think this app needs to ask permission to these places. That is true out. too. Um, I don't like the fact that cemeteries are a big place for the Pokemon stuff. Um, There's a lot of creepy shit that goes on in a cemetery. I know, but uh, being that, that I be just tough. buried my mother, I art. think I would be kind of pissed if I went there to visit my mom and people were running around the cemetery looking for Pokemon. I would I, personally be offended by that. I agree with you. Yeah, like that's that's the only thing. Like I think they need it to like there because most of the places are churches. Or religious affiliated area, you know, places like my work is, you know, a Knights of Columbus Hall, and they never ask, and we have no trespassing signs on our fences. I kick Every, people out of the like, parking lot on a regular basis. There's and, one by me, and you can't get in there in that parking lot unless you're a member, right? Or a mailman, <laughs> right? 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 It's the same thing. We have a combination. You know, to get into the building. If we, I have a key, but I'm saying the people that are members have a combination that they're mailed to get into the building. And they're kind of, like, not happy that our place is listed for Pokemon yeah, stuff. That's the only thing I, I, that I find weird is that they use these places. It's like, I don't know about you, but like me, I back up to all this land behind me. It's like 508 acres of state land. But my neighbor, who's who, who's right next to me, I mean, he's like a... a a weirdo, right? He might shoot him. Like, that's well, that there's me. a lot of places. Um, I saw on the news and on Facebook and stuff like people's homes mm -hmm. are like Pokemon spot, Poke spots where you can get Pokeballs or whatever. Well, and, I had but to all say you gotta do is kind of you don't have to get out of your car. Really, you could be on the sidewalk yeah, or in your car, just slow down a little, and you can get them because. I've and done I it. Think I, and and I, that that's where I think the parent needs to be around and tell the kid, like, you, do, you, don't, you don't have to mm -hmm. go into this yard or you don't have to do this. Because but the kids, yes. like me, yeah. I could care less. If a kid wants to come into my backyard, just don't go around my pool because, you know, right. like if somebody falls in, there's a problem. But, you know, um, you know, stay outside of my main my main fence that surrounds my, my pool. And I don't right. care what you do behind, behind that. Well, like you know, my like, whole 
thing, like Saturday night, I'm listening. This is like a couple days after it was released. I listen to the police scanner at night before I go to bed. I love the police scanner. I do too. It's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, what's going on down there? And um, so I'm listening to it and this you know, police officer comes on and he's like, um, I've got a suspicious vehicle here occupied times four. And the lady's like, okay, copy, gotcha, you know, wherever you're at. And he comes back and he goes, never mind. They were out catching Pokemon. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was dying. It was you know so what? funny. I was laughing so hard. You know what? That cop has to be happy. It was like three yeah. thirty in the morning. Yeah, because that could have went one of two ways. It could have. It's Pokemon or it's some sort of right. drug deal that's going down. And well, there's been Pokemon's mistakes for I drug deals, it... and people were out just catching Pokemon. I think the, the, I think right now most of the problems, people are trespassing. Have to, no, have to do with the, um, how bad the GPS is. It with just the program. Google Maps, right? Yeah, Google Maps. I will be standing touching the thing that is put in the picture of the um, Pokestop. Yeah, and it tells me I'm far too far mm-hmm. away. It jumps me back and forth between places I'm walking. So the GPS doesn't work very well. I think it depends so because a that lot might of the, be the problem. Well, a Part lot of, of the, the pokey stops, it's the actual sign of the place that is the pokey stop. Not the place. That'll get better. Because That'll get better. and it yes. will, they're still working glitches out. But I'm saying like yeah. the sign to our building is a pokey stop. Oh, is a gym. But if I'm outside the building in my vehicle. It says I'm too far away. If I go in the building and go to the back towards the kitchen, I can use I can be in the gym. So yeah, it just depends. Of, if I drive by of one of the dog parks right around the corner from me is a pokey stop. So if I drive by really slowly, I can get more balls. But if I'm driving regular <laughs> speed like I'll leave 20, that <laughs> if I'm driving regular speed, it says I'm too far away, so I can't get them. So I just try to do them like if I'm like out somewhere and I'm like, all right, let me check. But I don't try to do it like when I'm driving around and everything. And well, that's what I'm saying. That might be part of the problem with trespassing. Well, that and a lot of people are going. And you should get it if you're on the sidewalk. Well, that's just but like here. Not. And so you try to walk towards where it shows right. you where it is. So that might cause the trespassing. Well, all our public <laughs> parks and beaches close at dusk. Yeah. So if you're out there trying to catch Pokemons on the beach and it's closed, the cops are going to come and make sure you're yeah. not doing something same you're not exact, supposed to. Same exact thing with geocaching. It's the same exact yep. thing. I like, yeah. Now, do, they put those, where, do they put those see, in places? Like trespassing. But do they put them in places where you're not supposed to be? Well, they put them on like edges of places you're not supposed to be. But you end up walking around the place you're not supposed to be before you find where it is. You know, Because you know, when you get within 30 feet, like with the geocaching app, because there's a uh, geocache used to have to use a G, G, an actual like GPS and put in the coordinates, right? But now with the geocaching app, it's like integrated and it's all one thing, it's just like po- Pokemon. So when you get but when you get within 30 feet, it like says, Okay, you're within 30 feet and it shuts down, and you have to find it inside that 30 feet. Now, 30, 30 feet's not much, right? But what I hear with the Pokemon, there's like some that are like a lot more than that, or yeah. whatever. And even that 30 feet in geocaching could mean like you're on state land and then you're on some, you know, redneck, you know, right. uh, hunters, you know, farmland. Yeah, and you can't, you can't.
can't judge 30 feet very well. No. No, no I mean, you, can't. you know roughly what it is, but you're going to yeah. walk around. I mean, I've walked around for an hour within 30 feet of one ge- geocache, and me and my three kids, and we're like, where the hell is this thing? Yeah. And really, 30 feet which way? Exactly. Where's the, what is this geocaching app called? It's geo. Just ge- it's just geocaching, and it's a green. Oh, it's a it white is. emblem with just G. And I got I'm it. Telling you, you can do the free. You can do the free version just to go out and try. Right. And it'll give you a ton of them. And there's. I'm telling you, there, there's one like two minutes from my house. There's. They're, they're I'm not coming to your house. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> they're literally everywhere. Like you'd be surprised how many you will have right next to you and never knew that they even existed. Right. That's cool. You know, it is cool. But like you know, but. You know, if you go at like at like you saying after dark or something, because people do a lot of geocaching like that, or they do it on Sundays because they know like businesses aren't open. Right. A lot of people put geocaches in like corporate built centers, where well, outside, like, but you're driving around inside of a corporate complex. Right. You know? Right. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm out at night because my kids go to bed. I take the dogs for a walk, try to get in the rest of my steps for my Fitbit, and so it's dark out. Mm-hmm. And also now that it's summer, it's cooler. Yeah, yeah, it's cooler I, I, in the evening. That's for sure. It was hot as hell today. Yeah, here, here's. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Rain. Yeah, I never looked into it because I I played Ingress for a short time, didn't get into it. But it's like Pokemon took all their spots from Ingress. Well, it's so yeah. I, I don't know Pokemon how they made those choices. Like my company has a lot of artwork. In in Ingress, then a lot of the different artwork. Were mentioned in well, there. I think like, Ingress was the beta version of what Pokemon Go was going to be. From like what you, I understand, from what I was talking to yeah. some people. Matter of fact, that one guy that's in that um, group chat with us from um, Mouthy Broadcast. Well, well, they used they used all the pointer, all the uh, locations. They somehow okay. got the same information. I think the same company does them both. Yeah, like Ingress got bought or out something. By I don't know. Ingress got bought out by Google or something. There's there you some go. Weird thing that happened, so, and then yeah. like so I don't know. How, so I don't know how Ingress initially got the locations of where these different places that, were. I think they just used any decisions. place that had like a historical, like that we have like historical signs all over our cities where you can stop and it'll say like somebody famous or back in the day's name and what they did for that area. So we have that post offices. I've noticed that a lot of the post offices are pokey stops, um, cemeteries, well, churches, because they're supposed to be safe, safe. And because I think because they're always going to be there. Yeah. I mean, because, how yeah. often does a church shut down and get torn down? Not very often. Yeah, well, then, I saw an article about a guy whose house is a gym because it used to be a, a church. Then that makes sense. Then why yeah. that's happening? Yeah, and like that, and and like around you guys, like I don't know about you guys, but around here they're building everywhere. And anywhere there's farmland, mm-hmm. they're building. So things change so much. So yeah. I think they had to pick places that weren't going to change. Exactly, just like you said, because they're like they're building houses. Like within like six months, we probably have them in my little, little ass town here. I live. I don't live in Murder Town, USA. Thank God. I live outside. <laughs> I have to drive like forty-five minutes to work every day. But you know, around me, they probably I would say build ten thousand houses a month at least. Mm-hmm. You know, They're always building here. over here. Yep. But even with that, where I work at, then with all their artwork, there's oh, 
That's a couple of years ago with Ingress, at least in the downtown office, there's about half a dozen at least different points because of the different artwork. And it's like some of it was inside the building, inside a private building that had a security guard. So you couldn't get past unless you worked there. So I don't know how they knew about some of the artwork that was inside. Yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's registered and they knew we're, tr- and we're tracking it. And I know that we used to, before HIPAA, oh, in the early 2000s, then before that, then we used to have um, tours come through to see the art and they got probably tax benefits from that. Probably. So maybe some of it was still on record as being in there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely could be. It, 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 it sounds like when they merge, like the old technology, like you're ta- you're talking about, or not, maybe not old, but like past stuff, and then they merge it with this new stuff, and it just kind of comes out to be what it is. And like I said, they they got some yeah. tweaking to do, but I, I I think once they get some tweaking down, it'll probably be a lot much calmer and safer. I guess you could say. Yeah. Though I guess. It's just a matter of time before the criminals start using it. They already saying, are. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm hunting. No, I'm saying they're doing something suspicious, and the cop rolls up on them. They'll be like, "Oh, I'm just hunting Pokemon." That's true too. They could use that. Well, hey, I'm not. I'm not out front of this house for any reason. I'm yeah. not buying drugs. I'm just here looking for Pokemon. You know, that's true. It's I like could, I could totally see that. You know, happening. It's like I know they. I know they started making guns. Or toy guns, and so they'd paint them like orange or something, so they'd be some outlandish color, so you'd know, oh, that's a toy. Right. Mm-hmm. I just assume criminals would start painting their gun, real guns the same they way. Have. They have. So it's like, oh, that mm-hmm. looks like a gun. I haven't heard of that happening. I'm sure it may it have. Happened. It happens around me. They paint. Oh, the, did it happen? They paint the tips of them orange, so that way the the people think they're like airsoft guns or. You know, toy guns or whatever, and then they end up being real guns. That's that's horrible, <laughs> horrible. It sucks. <laughs> it does. But anyways, <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> it's Mike with his damn soundboard. I'm using the Law and Order thing, but it went so, really loud. What are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, um, wait a minute. Eric wanted us to ask you a question, Mike. Let me find it. Um, hold on, hold on. Just for you, Jess. <laughs> you don't have Justin on there anymore. I do. He's on my Dropbox. This isn't on my Dropbox. Ah, uh, I switched phones, so I don't have him anymore. I don't think. Off the look, it was great. Okay, so Micro wanted us to ask you if you and I don't know anything about this. I'm just relaying the message. Um, yeah. Do you know anything about the Mandela effect? I do. Oh, okay. uh, we were talking about this earlier in chat. It's this crazy thing. Like, right. So what people are saying is like what you know and what you thought you knew and, and freak me. You, know, you had this cool kind of conversation yes. earlier about it a little bit. And it's this, it's basically like a memory thing, like what you remember. Right. Okay. So like we were saying er- earlier in chat, like everybody remembers Forrest Gump as uh, life is like a box of chocolates. Right. But it's not what he, it's not what he really said. He said life was like a box of chocolates, but the majority of people heard it one way. And then, like, a small percentage actually heard it the correct way. Okay. And then, like, with Mandela, everybody thought, like, he died in a prison in, like, the 80s and stuff. Well, what he he technically said was life's like a box of chocolates. But there's was in there. No. Life was. Yes, there is. Life's like... I'm looking it up. If you Google Google it, the quote, it says life was like a box of chocolates. Okay. Which, to me, makes no sense when you think about it. 
Because why would his mom be being? Why would she say life was like a box of chocolates? Why wouldn't she say is? It, it just it's this weird thing, right? So and then like everybody thinks Mandela died at one time, and then there's so many more examples. I didn't have time to pull them up, but it's this crazy thing. And it, there's all the like Berenstain and Berenstein. Like what did you yeah. guys remember growing up? Berenstain. Do you remember Berenstain? I think it was Berenstain. I remember Berenstain bears. Berenstain. What did you remember, Jeff? Berenstain bears. See, I remember Baron Stein because they they were Jewish writers, so that's why they 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 did that stuff. So there's this whole like weird thing, like like have you guys e- ever heard of a tulpa? No. Yes. Okay. Yes. So a, a tulpa is something that like w- when a mass amount of people think of one thing and it comes to fruition. Like there's a great episode on on the X Files about about it in the new season in C- C- season ten with the trash can guy who lived in the yes. in the thing. <laughs> so basically, he was a thought of one guy, but everybody else believed in that same message to where he actually came to fruition. So like Slender Man is one of those things, you know, all these different things. So a tulpa is that it's it's just a something that was created out of like minds of many that that create this real thing and that. Slender Man might not be real, but his message is real. You know, those girls went and they stabbed their friend right. in the woods, and you know, they said Slender Man told them to do it and all this stuff. So the Mandela effect is kind of like one of those things similar to that, where it's it's just a, like what if you if a mass amount of people think one thing or heard one thing and freak you said it earlier, like if one person says something, even though it's wrong, a lot of people might start picking up on that and keep going with it and going with it to where. The majority of the population thinks it's one thing, but it's really not. So basically the Mandela effect is like this weird space time continuum ripple thing. Like what if in one dimension we heard life is like a box of chocolate, but in the other dimension, there was a ripple cause that made us, you know, that made it to be where it is, you know, what he said was life was like a box of chocolate. But all of us remember that from the last time we saw the movie that might've been after this ripple. So it's this weird, like space time continuum. Thing. Yeah. It's really. Cool. Yeah. I think it says that some of us just switch dimensions. Yeah. Like, like, well, like, was something... it like that dress thing that everybody couldn't figure out if it was blue and black or if it yeah. was white and gold. Sort of. It's but that just was... a trick with our, me- with our brains. Yeah. That, our... that, that was more visual. Right. Where is the Mandela thing is more like, you know, memory base and like, what caused us to get to that point? It's this weird, cool thing that I it's it's very fascinating and I've been hearing they, about it for quite some time. I think they might be linked because our brains are just that weird. Like the way our vision yeah. works, then what we see happened like fractions of a second previously. Uh-huh. And so like our brain has to interpret what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. like, if a baseball is coming at you, you see a fraction of a second uh, later. And so your brain has to predict this is coming this way, so we have to see it sooner so we can stop it. You ever hear deja and, vu? Yes. yes. Like, you guys say, oh, deja vu. Yeah. So, but but I'm, just, well, I'm, I'm just thinking that it might be similar with the way your brain sees things separately or sooner or showing you it sooner than it actually happens might yep, and, be affecting your memory of things yep, and, the same and, way. And, and that's where I'm getting at with like deja vu. Like when you really look down at the science of what deja vu is, it's basically like half of your brain seeing it here, like at this time and the other half seeing it then. So your brain catches up and sees it twice. So that's like the deja vu thing. 
Yes. You know, it's like it's just this weird thing with your brain to where your left hand, your left side sees it before the right side, even though you really see it at the same time. But your brain does it that hiccup kind of thing. Look what I and got. It probably, and it probably confuses you on how long it's been. since Do you, you got one of these? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, yeah, I just that, caught it. You're all right. So the Man- the Mandela effect is this weird, cool thing that I'm sure XD will be doing a show on it eventually. We just yeah, y'all should. We got like literally Gidget has a, a a sheet here. I think we're at like 42 topics. Like, Damn. We've already planned out like 42. We just haven't planned on when we're doing it. We usually pick them per week. Yeah. So she has like 42 <laughs> t- topics, and we're like, this is the sheet, and we just add to them as we see stuff. But that's a good idea. Mandela effect is on there and it is really cool so if you get a chance go and like youtube it what whatever there's some really cool stuff on it and it's really in- interesting and like a weird like sciencey slash conspiracy slash mind fuck kind of thing right it's fun yeah, i think it all comes down to how our brains work mm-hmm. yeah and it's it just, how your brain perceives our brains it like- just yeah, our brains just mess with us that's why we see ghosts we tell well i think there is ghosts i think there is i've seen he doesn't he doesn't mind. agree with the ghost thing but i totally especially now I've that my mom passed away and, and i've had weird yeah. shit happen that has never happened before and i know i know it's my mom yeah i've seen two ghosts in my lifetime that literally i can like i i know for a fact that i saw what i saw um and in fact other people saw it at the same time that i saw it but we, yep. we didn't talk about it till later but then we were able to talk about it and talk about the exact same things. It's just this weird. We're thing. sitting here. I'm going to tell you a story. We were sitting here. All the kids were in my room. We were watching a movie and we're sitting there. My daughter's fucking around with Snapchat like the whole time because she's a teenager and that's what teenage girls do. And then all of a sudden she goes, mom, what is that? And there's orbs floating by on, on her camera. And she's like, also grandma keeps poking me like all the time. She pokes me in the arm. She pokes me in the arm. And I'm like, well, at least she's giving you a sign that she's there. I was like, because she's not scared of it or anything. But then mm-hmm. we both started. I pulled my camera out and I started videotaping and I got orbs on my shit. Yeah, it happens. I even downloaded ghost apps that. on my phone <laughs> to try to talk to my mom. <laughs> My wife, right, before we had dogs, we had just moved into this house, and we bought this house from her, her, her aunt, right? Her aunt moved down to the beach, so, you know, her house went for sale. We ended up buying it, but we didn't know, like, a lot of what happened in this house because they weren't really real close. Right. Now, not not that any, the, there was people that died in this house, but, like, her ex-husband and her husband before that all died in this house. That isn't what um, I'm getting to here. Um before we had dogs, my wife was home. It was a Saturday. I went to work, and she called me freaking the hell out that she heard a dog under the bed scratching at the floor. Oh, God. So then she was like, it's there. It's there. She swore up and down it was there, and I'm like, there's no dogs in the house. I don't know what to say, right? So anyway, <laughs> long story short, it goes away, whatever. She gets out of bed, and it, it ends, right? So then she's talking to her aunt and is like, Oh, well, you know, we had Flash. That was our old dog. And they were like, yeah, he used to get under the bed. When he got scared, he, was, he would claw at the floor. Oh, God. And she was like, well, where was your bed at? And her bed was at the same place our bed is. So it's like, it's just, so I've always yeah. said I have a ghost dog in this house, you know? Um, right. We hear it. We hear it at night. We hear, like, dog collars. Before we had dogs, we would hear a dog collar downstairs, and it would freak us the hell out. Yeah. Um, But, you know, stuff, stuff like that has happened. My only question with ghosts is, 
Do you ever wonder if they can see back? What do you mean? If they see like, us? We'll see. Yeah, like, 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 what if, like, um, for instance, my, my father-in-law, who's like as straight and arrows are come, doesn't believe in God. He believes in, you know, politics and all this stuff. He's a, you know, believe, you know, all that stuff. He's that guy, you know, who believes right. that one way. And he, he, he had an experience when he went to Gettysburg one time where he said he saw a man standing there and then he, he looked over at him and then walked down into a lake and just kept going and he, he disappeared into the lake. Do you ever wonder if that person can see back at us and we look like this to them? Or, or, think, or even, yes, yes. Or even, or even what if, what if what we see as ghosts, they see as like alien life or some, something because we we'll look see, strange. Okay, I'm going to give you an example of, of why I think that they can see us and that I don't know if we're ghosts to them or whatever, but my, my mom was really sick and she was in the hospital. She kept saying that people kept coming to see her, like trying, they were poking her and like get her to come with them. And I think mm-hmm. those were people who were already gone coming mm-hmm. to try to get her to go, you know, sooner than she was ready. Yeah. And um, especially since the hospital she was at is Portsmouth Naval Hospital, which is pretty haunted from what I've read online. And yeah. um, my sister was born in that hospital and it's been there a long, long time. But um, my mom told me, like, before she passed away, I was like, look, you need to come let us know that you're around, you know, after you're not here anymore. And she said, well, if you ever feel like a fluttering on your face, you know, that's me. And I'm like, Dude, you got to be more, you know, you got to give me more than that because <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah. I'm going to think you're a bug or my hair or something. That's what I told her. I was like, and then my, one of my friends was like, did she say she was going to bitch slap you? I was like, hey, then I know it was her. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> but I think that they, I think that when ghosts come back, if, if I do believe in ghosts, I've had several things that's happened to me that makes me believe, but um, I think that they see us the same way that we are right now, like that we're alive because I haven't really like around here. I haven't really seen like, like an actual like apparition or anything like that. But I've seen like, I hear that if you see things out of the corner of your eye, that kind of stuff that usually that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, my two experiences that I had personally were both like I saw people that weren't supposed to be, be there they weren't alive right you know and it is weird you know um one of the creepiest things that's ever happened to me it was during a recording of xd experience right so we were talking about my mother who passed away a few right. years ago you know on the xd it's me and my sister so we we're having this conversation and as we were recording we were literally looking up at the screen and the recording was recording backwards and it was erasing the i remember recording you saying as- that as we were recording it, now I've been in podcasting a very long time. I've never seen anything do do that before. To where we had to stop the recording, go upstairs, gather our thoughts, and come back down. And yeah, you again. you gave me goosebumps just now. It was thinking weird. about that. Yeah. Well, that's like like this one ghost app. I've, but go ahead, go ahead, freak. Well, I've seen things that I can't explain. It doesn't mean. That I'm right that it's not a ghost. Right. But it also doesn't mean that it was a ghost. No, it. They're, they're, I've had lots of strange experiences, but in really, there's no way to prove it. Well, and that's just, the problem. That's why I think these, all these, all these little things. In, in this is just kind of devil's advocate on my part, because, well, 
one, I saw a video that in the same video, it sits there and it's like, this thing isn't happy with us, happy with us recording it. And it somehow hurt one of the people who was trying to record it. But then minutes later in the same video, they're like, oh, look, it just moved the door for us. And I'm like, if it doesn't want you recording it, why is it removing your door? And yeah, showing well, I think like it? like I used to watch all the ghost hunters and ghost adventure shows. I used to watch those. But you know what? They never really came up with anything like Ghost Adventures yes. was better than Ghost Hunters, if you ask me. They had a lot more experiences, things that happened on camera. But a lot of those shows, it, they weren't really coming down with solid evidence. But I've went, I've went ghost hunting. Um, I have a friend that has a paranormal research group. And we went to a couple ghost hunts. Uh, one was at a friend of mine's house. Um, her daughter, who was three at the time, was, kept seeing like this little girl and saying that the little girl was really mean and all this stuff and weird shit happened in that house and weird mm. shit happened when we went there to ghost hunt that night. It was yeah. just crazy. And like, she has like her daughter, like I said, she's very young. She's like five now, five or six now, but everywhere they've lived, weird shit has happened. So we're thinking that her daughter has some kind of a gift to interact mm -hmm. with, with people who have passed on. Because they all seem to come to her. Speaking of that, right, we went, we were, last year, Gidget and I were invited, we drove like two and a half hours up in PA to go mm -hmm. to Orbfest, right? I remember so we that. Mm -hmm. We were, we, it was um, done by ghosts in, in the podcast, and it was these great, you know, it was a husband and wife podcast, and they had all these people that drove down from o Ohio, all the way down in, in the PA, and we, we were invited to go, so we went. And, you know, we didn't know where we were going, really. We never heard of this place because it's not really around us. We were kind of like, okay, we're going to go there and just have a good time. And we got there at, like, 8 o'clock at night, and it went until, like, 4 in the morning. And uh, we did all this. We had all these videos. We had mm -hmm. GoPros hooked up with full-spectrum cameras. We, you know, Gidget and I had recorders, and we had all this stuff. And we never saw anything while we were there, right? Right. But... So everybody goes home and they all take their, their stuff that they get, all the recordings. Like we took our recordings, they took their recordings, our video, they took their video. But then we all shared them around as, as well. We're like, okay, I'm going to send you a Dropbox link for this right. you know, two hours of video. You can go through it if you want. Gidget and I were the only person, only two people out of like the eight people that were there were, that were able to find anything. Wow. And I'm not saying it was, and the stuff we found was pretty damn cool. It was like a face and a curtain. Right. Um, and then we saw some weird stuff in the stairway. I think, I think too, you have to have an open mind going into it yeah. to be able to experience it. Because I think if you go in with a complete shutdown mind, I don't think you're going to have those experiences. Right. And I think the TV shows are so like mass produced and so for television that those people aren't able to like have that open mind because they're right. so worried about we have to film this so it looks good so we get another episode or another season. Right. That's well, like where I think also, disconnected from the also TV. On the same, also on the same count, if you have an open mind and you're looking to see things, you can't point to see things. Well, I, but there's a difference I think between an open mind and a believer or a non-believer. Right. I think I, an open mind means you're you're not going in looking for anything. But, you, you know, you're going to give it, you know, a best chance that you can. You know, well, you're going to go and you're going to put it in. Just like our, when my our daughter. Mind, our, mind looks for, our minds look for patterns. They do. And so if you're expecting to see something with an open mind or even as a believer, and you're probably even more as a believer, 
then the weird shape on the wall or in the blanket is going to look like a face. Well, like the whole thing with that was like, I'm very like, like, like with my daughter seeing the orbs on her phone and then me having them on my own phone, I was making sure that it wasn't a fan on or that the air conditioning was on and it was a piece of dust. I was doing that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, it's a ghost. Yeah. Um, I, I asked, I looked around before I said anything and then I was like, you know what? It's probably grandma. And then of course my youngest son was like, well, I'm kind of scared that creeps me out. I'm like, it's grandma. She's not going to hurt you. Yeah. You know, even, even the stuff that I had found, I didn't tell anybody that was there, like the stuff that we had found afterwards. What I did was I sent just a bunch of mass stuff out to see if they would see it too. And they all picked up on the exact same. There you go. So it, and I got EVPs. Um, we had some really good EVPs and stuff, you know, where voices come through mm-hmm. and you, sometimes you can get some good and sometimes like Freak was saying, it's a coincidence, but I don't really don't believe in coincidences. I have this weird feeling about coincidences. Yeah. I don't really trust coincidences, but well, so well, I must say, I, I do also say that if there are ghosts and they know they're and they see us as well, why would they? Well, they will know when they're going to be recorded, and why will they let themselves be recorded? I think that's for the where people like the... who can prove it. Well, I'm saying for the people who can prove it, it's like a ghost might show themselves to one of us. Yeah, but you know what? They might have died a, but then you so many a... years ago. They don't know what the hell we're pointing at them. That's true too. Well, I mean, they, they they like, what is the weird thing other. they're pointing at me? They're well, they might communicate box. with each other. Like but when then, we went, and so they see a scientist come in. And actually setting up equipment to try to record them. I think the problem they is they could leave because after identify if we ever identify ghosts, the next step is to just figure out a way to control them. Nah. Yes. Well, see, my I, whole thing so is why do you want to be put to work after you're dead? Well, my whole thing with ghosts has that comprehension, though. I don't think ghosts have that comprehension, and I, and I think the reason why there's this this, this disconnect is because there's like what's called the veil. And I think with, with this veil, with this like imaginary curtain or whatever you want to call it, that I don't think allows them to be able to cross into our dimension or our realm that easily. And that's why it's so hard for us to get pictures and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of evidence well, out well, there. Well, that and the whole fact. If, they're, if, they're, if they are as confused as we are about the idea of ghosts, they don't know we couldn't control them. That's true too, but what if what if And if they are ghosts, they might remember the past. They might remember being over here and experiencing being human and living. They might, but I think ghosts are on like an an eternal loop. You know, and I don't think they really recognize to a hundred percent. I think they might see something that reminds them for a brief second. Well, I think there's different kinds because I think there is I agree with you with the loop thing because energy gets trapped. And when energy gets trapped, the same thing happens over and over again. So if somebody has, like, that happening in their house, like, every day, maybe a picture will keep on turning down the wrong way or something like that. But I think there's also well, that would be people easy who are that would stuck. Be easy to record. Well, I think people who are stuck, too, people, like, being that I'm Catholic, I believe in heaven, I believe in hell, and then we also believe in purgatory, where mm-hmm. you are stuck there for a certain amount of time before you go to either one of the other places. So Sleepy I think the people... Sleepy Hollow did a great uh, rendition of, of purgatory. If you right. watch show, show Sleepy Hollow... I haven't seen the show, movie. but I've actually been to Sleepy there Hollow was... in New York, in Tarrytown. Tar- yeah, there was... 
in the show there was heaven and hell, but then there was also purgatory, and they would have to go into purgatory sometimes, like pull people out, right. or save people, or to fight these demons. It was really cool, and for you know, I'm not Catholic, but my wife is, so I really didn't. Right. I, I growing up, I always thought purgatory was hell. No. So then you find out it's this in between state. Exactly. And when exactly. came out, I was like, oh, yeah. it makes more sense. Like right. I kind of see the difference in that. Right. Well, that's why I'm saying that's why. Like I think like if there are certain people that can come back here and be where we are in this world, I think because of purgatory or because they didn't, you know, go to the light or whatever you believe in to take you to the place you're supposed to be at for eternity. But, um, that's what I think. That's why I think certain people like, they'll be like, well, I never gotten a sign that my grandmother made it to heaven or whatever, because maybe she just went straight there and she never got, she never had to stay in purgatory. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it just makes you think about a lot of stuff. It's like, I get, I kind of get the idea of the loop with the energy loop, but that's something that would be able to be recorded. Only if it was, if it was constant, but that, that, that loop. If it's constant, it happens on the same, the same schedule, which a lot of people say a lot. I've read lots of stories where it's like at this same time, either every day, every month, every week, Sometimes it's once a year, but then there's never able to prove to prove it. So they come back when it's supposed to happen, and it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's true. I just, I, I, I don't think ghosts have a recollection of time. So I think their loop could be anything. It could be a month. It could be six months. It could be a year. It could be two years. It could be, you know, two years and two days. I don't know. And they maybe they have a loop. I know. You know, it's just it's one of those. That's hard true. Things. It's one of those hard things that's weird because I don't think they can see time like we can because they live in this like forever world that ne- never ends. So I just like, I don't know. It's just this weird thing. But it's to me, believing in that is more of a feeling than it is actually. Like I've had two experiences, yeah. but to me, so to me, it's more of a feeling that I get when I feel like something's going on. And I haven't had many. Like I'm not one of those people go around and say, I see stuff all the time. Like I've had two legitimate experience i've had some other stuff that's happened that i'm like well, that's weird i can't explain that but i also can't prove it was anything like you were saying you can't prove that it's anything yes but i've had that's two the biggest problem is i've had exactly. i've had my experiences too no mm-hmm. so, so big point jesse left so we are supposed to talk about it right now okay <laughs> she probably ran off to go to the bathroom the way she just disappeared <laughs> She's I, like, had, I had to go <laughs> But yeah, so like my my feeling with ghosts is, is exactly what I said. I, I I think it's a feeling thing more than it is like an actual like, you know. I'm not going to sit here and say I believe in ghosts 100. percent But I can tell you that I've had two experiences that that make me wonder and to make me think more well, to what it could be versus what it's proven to be. I I, I I guess that's what I'm saying. Well, I drove past the house. The lot of I was told it was a haunted house. In there was a distinctive trailer across the street from the house, another one parked next to the house. I drove past the same location. The house was gone. The trailers were both still there. Huh. Later, going by the same place, the house was back. The trailers are still there. <laughs> I can't weird. explain that. No. Couldn't it, have that. It, it's been 20 years. Maybe my memory of what happened is wrong. No, you never know. Maybe, I've had, maybe, I've had, that's maybe I was in the wrong place. <laughs> and I just now remember 
that's what it's trailers the are there. Effect. Yeah. Could be. Well, I mean, I have, I've had several experiences. Like we went, um, the next time that I, we went ghost hunting, we went down to North Carolina and we investigated the oldest two story brick house in North Carolina. It's 200 years old. And that was a creepy fucking house to begin with. But mm-hmm. we're sitting there and we're talking with the owners and they're letting us know different stuff that happens and where it happens and about what time it happens and we picked up so much crazy shit in that house. It wasn't even funny. But it was only, like, we had, like, I think, like, five people investigating. We had cameras and, you know, EVPs and all that stuff. We had all that stuff going all the time. But it was only certain people that the stuff was happening to. Like, me, every time I went into the front room on the camera, they're watching the cameras in the back. All the orbs that were in that room came around me. It was yeah. really weird. And I was like, well, a ghost like me. <laughs> and then when I'm going upstairs into the attic area, there was like some stuff sitting there. there a box like moved as we were walking up the stairs. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, because it was me and my coworker that went. You know, but we had certain things happen that we can't explain. And I did look around, like, how could this move? You know, did something fall on top of it? And it wasn't, that wasn't the case. It, it was weird. Yeah, that stuff is weird. But it, it, it it's a ton of fun, like, going out and actually it is. doing it. It is fun. It is. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, Now, on the trespassing thing, I have trespassing cemeteries. But, <laughs> you know, I don't disrespect things. I don't right, go in right. and, like, destroy stuff. Just go in there and do your thing and go, you know, mm-hmm. go in there and record some stuff. Like I, we did a whole podcast in a cemetery one time um, and we had a Ouija board out and we were nice. doing, Gidget was like throwing all these spells out that she found and we were trying to do stuff and we did see some cool stuff and heard some cool stuff. Nothing that we can prove, but right. you know, it is what it is. It's a ton of fun and it just makes you think more, you know, for future, you know, it does. because at, at, the, at, at the end of the day, we all want to know, if there's some place that we go after that. Exactly. No matter you know? what you believe in. That's true. No matter what you believe in, you just like, to me, honestly, the way I feel is I just think we die and that's the end. But there's a lot of people out there that want to believe that there's a heaven. Like my wife is a big, you know, she believes in heaven and hell and this and that. I think your choices, you know, um, that you make in life dictate, you know, something They have to lead for something other than just what they are. Right. Um, but, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, but I I can't say that I believe that when I die, I'm going to go to heaven or to hell or purgatory or wherever. But that's just how I feel. But my wife is totally different. And my kids are totally different from my wife because they're Christian and my wife's Catholic. So mm-hmm. there's this, you know, it's, it's just all what you believe in. And at the end of the day, the way I look at that is if you find comfort in whatever you believe in, mm-hmm. that's great. That's all you need. Like, I'm not going to tell people that they feel, should feel one way or the other. If you If you get comfort in something perfectly fine yep i agree you know i agree with that the problem i have is when people take that comfort they get and then try to dictate see i don't ever people should live i don't ever do that to people um i went to catholic school for 12 years we learned about our religion we learned a little bit about other religions but the one thing we learned that everybody has their faith and nobody's faith is right or wrong if that's if you're Jewish and you believe in the Jewish faith, then I have nothing to say to you about that. You know, that's your right to think that. You know, yeah, and, that's and, awesome. And I shouldn't, really cool. I shouldn't judge anybody else for what they believe in. 
And I never yeah. will. And I will never push my religion because my ex was raised Jehovah's Witness. And I tell you what, they're the pushiest goddamn people on this earth. <laughs> Don't come to my doorstep and tell me I'm going to go to hell unless I read your little pamphlet. Get the fuck out of here with your little pamphlet. It's bye, not, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. That's right. I mean, because I will... I will warn people, look, Jehovah's Witnesses are out, you know, shut your doors. <laughs> or tell them I don't know if worship Satan. <laughs> I don't know if he's still there, but in the Skywalk downtown, there used to be a guy who would just stand in the Skywalk. You'd have the um, Watchtower, a bunch mm-hmm. of the Jehovah's Witness magazines set out around him, and he'd hold one. And as you walk by, he'd rotate with you, so it was always... <laughs> Just the so the, the one he was holding was always facing you, and that's all he do. Just stand there and just show it to people. Nope, nope. I'd be like, you can keep that like, shit. You know what? I had no problem with him. I just walked on by. Yeah, I don't have a problem with him either. But you don't see most religions are not standing out on the street corner recruiting people. It's like I don't even mind that really. It kind of pisses me off. It, it's yeah, an annoyance. Don't push your stuff on me. Exactly, don't push it, it's an annoyance to me because I don't oh, do no, that to no, other no. people. Okay, showing it to me, I don't have a problem with. If they're trying to put it in my hand. Oh, what really pissed me off when I used to bust tables. And I'd come up to a table and there'd be what looked like a 10, 20, I think quite often a $100 bill. Looking like it was a tip left for me. And you pick it up and on the other side it's Bible verses Uh. telling me how how evil money is. I'm like, wait a minute here. Instead of giving me a tip and keeping your evil money... You're going to leave me People fake money jerks. telling me that the money you're keeping is easy. That was yeah. just like when we were kids and we go trick-or-treating and you got the one asshole on the block that would give you a little <laughs> Bible verse thing with Halloween shit on it. And I'm like, really? We wanted a fucking Snickers bar. My ex-wife, <laughs> right? Her parents did not believe in like Halloween and Christmas. They were like these people who just didn't believe that either one of those holidays like existed, and that's how that's how they lived, right? Until like later on in life when they kind of started to open up to it all. But I used to sit and think, why are you depriving your children of that? Exactly, like, that's how Jehovah's I, I get Witnesses are. You don't are. believe that, but you're, my, you're depriving your kids of something. Well, my ex never had a birthday. They don't celebrate birthdays, Christmas. The only thing they celebrate is anniversaries, and that is it. My husband, ex-husband to be, never had a birthday until we got together, and I bought him his first birthday cake, and it said, happy first birthday to him on it, because I I was like, that's fucked up that you wouldn't celebrate your child. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was like, "How? what kind of a religion does that where you celebrate nothing? What is there to look forward to? I think they're all just a bunch of cheap asses that don't want to buy nobody no presents. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> and I can say yeah, this I, because, I because I was, but he converted to Catholicism after, you know, we were married a few years. So he's Catholic now, but his parents aren't. Nice. Yeah. So what are y'all doing yeah. on the next XD experience? I know it's getting uh, late. Actually, it, it'll be a pretty cool episode for females because we're going to pick a badass female. We're not sure on the female just yet, and we're going to like talk about her. So be um, cool. it'll be kind of like a female heavy as far as topic goes, but I think it's kind of cool because there's so many women in history like we were talking about. Yeah. Um, 
Eddie Lamar or, or, or earlier. Like, there's so many people like that that get no credit. So we want to like you know talk about that kind of stuff. So that's what we're gonna be talking oh. about in the next episode. Very one cool. of my fa- one of my favorite is Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to like. I've looked into her and she's so fascinating, but it's hard to get like a a, a real like grasp on yes on what really went down. If that makes sense, you know, like it's yeah. hard to like say this is what happened in this order because there's so many different stories and accounts it's it's weird but she is such a fascinating character i went to saint joan of arc school in pennsylvania when we still lived there i want to think of joan of arc as um in bill and ted i think it was two yes yes two? i remember that yes was, was it two there. i know she was in the first one i don't Maybe it was the first it's, one man. yeah i don't remember it's, the it's second been a while it's been a while it's since been a while. i've seen that <laughs> every <laughs> time that song is on i think of you every time <laughs> But uh, so much do I think of when I think of Joan of Arc. That's what I think of is is Bill and Ted. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> that was such a great movie, though. It is. I my kids now, love it. I I love Bill and Ted, but I think what I sit, picture now is um, oh, I think it was The Messenger with Mila Jovovich as Joan of Arc. I haven't seen that. I haven't either. <laughs> I could be wrong about the title. I I know that there's a couple of movies about. Joan of Arc in the late 90s and I know one of them was The Messenger if I remember correctly and I know there was one with Mila Jovovich so they may have been the same one. Could have been. Hey. Could have been. Yeah so I mean that that's what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be pretty cool so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. So we have a, we have a new uh, person on Zombie Radio Network. Yes. Alright. What's the name of her podcast? Geeked in or Geek E podcast. I'm not sure exactly how she pronounces it, but um, it's a pretty cool podcast. And it, it seems like I've been following her on Instagram and stuff, and uh, it seems like it's pretty cool. I'm going to be binging on it here soon. Let me, I'm, I think it's Geeked in or Geek E. I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to get that out there so she can get some uh, some listeners out of it. Um, I have to look it up too. Yeah, because I can't remember exactly. So I'm going to look it up real quick while I'm doing it. And I know Dead Air sucks, but. Yeah, uh, you know what? Well, is it? Is she the wife of John Geek, L. Davis? Yes, yeah. she is. Geek E nope. Podcast. So G E E K E Podcast on Instagram. Um, pretty sure you can find her all over. I know she's on Facebook. She's now part of Zombie Radio Network, where mm-hmm. you can find great shows like Zombie Anonymous, The XD Experience, uh, ZDP Incognito. Who else we got up there? Uh, wrestling POV. Yes. Yeah, let's see. Got man cave musings. Man cave musings. Yes, Rick has been Masters awesome. of the Retroverse. Masters of Retroverse with Adam. I'm going to Zombie Radio Network <laughs> to find out. Make sure I'm not missing anybody on Zombie Life podcast. Yeah. Um, I hear oh, um, Torres is coming out of retirement to do the um, Fredericksburg, Virginia's uh, Comic Con. He's going to be a speaker nice. there. It's so cool hearing him on your guys' show. Yeah, we loved having him. That was an awesome show. Here we go. Let me see. We got XD. We got William Hauser, who also wrote Frequency, Alpha, Sigma, and Omega is online. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. We John said, L. Davis, who we said earlier. Yeah, American author. Revenant. Yes. So go check out his stuff. Cool dude. Yes, absolutely. Everybody on our on our network is cool. Mm-hmm. I can't our say that we do have really good ones. Yeah, our chats are awesome. 
I don't get to participate a whole lot because you guys are usually going off when I'm like in the middle of something and I'm like, damn it. So I try to read everything, but I may not get to talk very often. Yeah. I know. It's like, I'll come back and I'll be like, holy shit. Or yeah, I missed 700 messages. Almost 100 messages. I'm like, holy crap. Exactly. I'll go back and read it all, but it's like, oh, it's been a couple hours. I don't want to comment on it now. <laughs> go yeah. Ahead. That's, that's what <laughs> yeah, you can just bring it back up. No biggie. <laughs> Let me see. Um, I'm not seeing anybody. Um, The Zero Hour is part of Zombie Radio Network. Um, It's a Facebook page. They got post-apocalyptic, uh, post-apocalyptic news. Um, also go check out Zed Radio. They're not part of the Zombie Radio Network, but they are pretty funny. Yeah, and Must Hate Zombies. Must Hate Zombies. Yeah, I'm so behind on everybody's shows. I've been trying to listen to everybody. I've been catching up on your shows right now, Mike. Nice. Yeah, I was off work for two weeks, and I just went back. So now, when I'm off, I don't listen to any podcast, right? Right. So when I'm working, it, I got eight hours a day. Yeah. So now I'm like, what? I still up. listen a little bit when I'm on vacation, but not as much. So I get yeah. behind to some vacation too. It's so hard for me to to listen if I'm not working for some for some reason. I'm so used to that mode. Yeah. That when I'm when I'm home, I if if I put earphones in my ear, I want to like watch TV. Like I've been binging right. on Preacher and Outcast and all these shows. Um, that I just find myself like getting occupied with something else, you know, and I'm like, that's what I do. I, I listen pretty much when I'm doing housework and stuff. So I'll put my headphones yeah. on and just go to it. But the kids are gone. They're in Pittsburgh for a couple weeks. So I've been like, Oh my God, what am I going to do with myself? Like everybody's oh, like, Oh, you're going to go out and party. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm <laughs> catching Pokemon. <laughs> Well, sometimes the kids will be watching TV, and I'll put on a podcast and listen to that in my earphones. I'll take the dogs for a walk at night, trying to get in my ten thousand steps in each day. I need to know. get a Fitbit, like for so bad. Yeah, my wife got one. She used it a lot for a little bit, and she wears it every once in a while, but not you know as much as as she would probably like. But yeah, like you guys want to know? I leave it on all, every day. What? Check out a cool pod. You guys like Mike Rowe from Discovery Channel? Yeah, I love him. You guys check out his podcast yet? No, what is it? Nope. It's called The Way I Heard It, and they're five to seven minute episodes. They're quick, right? Once a week, he posts it up, and it's like he takes a topic, and like he did this really cool thing where he did one on Bruno Mars, but the way he did it was he's talked about the story of Bruno Mars, how he was this young kid from Hawaii, and you know his parents, where they came from, and all this stuff, but he didn't tell you who it was, right? But right. he said his name was Peter Hernandez. Nobody knows Bruno Mars. Right. Bruno no. So he was telling this whole story of Peter Hernandez and how he made this something of himself. And by the end of the episode, I was like starting to gather what was going on. And like I said, they're five minute, like seven minute shows. Yeah, I just pulled it up on, on my iTunes. Yeah, and by the end of the episode, he's like, and this kid was didn't need a name of Peter Hernandez. He created his own name, and it's Bruno Mars. And you're like, oh shit! So he, he does these really cool things, and they're quick. I mean, they're like okay. super fast. But they're fun to listen to. And you can get them in quick. Like, Freak, you can listen to like two or three on a dog walk. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, I'm not walking for an hour. Well, then you can listen to five or six. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it's definitely cool. And if you like Mike Rowe, which I've always been a massive fan He's of He's awesome. It, like, I love Dirty Jobs. Like, I love mm-hmm. that show. And I just love his, his way of thinking. Like, his way of thinking, I think, is so important, especially with, like, People like trying to find work now- nowadays. Everybody wants to run out and go to college, and it's created this 
and they can't use these degrees for nothing, but it's created this massive splurge of people like we need skilled tradesmen in this country. And there's jobs that pay damn good money being right. like a heavy operator, a heavy machine operator or something like, like that, a backhoe worker or mm-hmm. a pipe layer. And there's jobs out there that can pay you a ton of money because there's nobody that wants to do them. Yeah. And so I love, yeah. love I love the fact that he pushes stuff like that. He's it's like, he, yeah, he, I'm sure he's got a shit ton of money and never has to worry about it again. But he still thinks at the same level as everybody else, and I like that about him. Yeah, he didn't let his fame like change him. No, and he's always been the voice of Discovery. And in fact, I love—I'm a huge fan of Discovery Channel, and I'm so sad that I don't hear his voice as much as I used to. Yeah, yeah, I like shows like that too. Um, there's uh, another show if you like just silly nonsense by like a 20-year-old, 25-year-old. I don't know how old he is. Frozen. Look at her. There, I'm oh, frozen. There she is. What was I doing? Should have taken a screen. You said you're face. just like. <laughs> you're not moving. You're frozen now. See, I need to. I need to get quicker on the screenshot. <laughs> I was like this. Some of the faces she, ma- some of the faces she makes when she happens to freeze are so funny. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I get make some funny faces too. I get captured like that when people are just taking pictures. I'll be in the middle of talking and then I'm like. You know, like that. <laughs> nice, nice. But anyways, I listened to, um, I don't know, you've probably seen him on different, um, he has a YouTube channel and he's on funny shit on Facebook, Joe Santagato. He has no. a podcast called The Basement Yard and he usually does it by himself, but sometimes he has his brothers and sisters come on or some of his high school friends and stuff and it's it's pretty funny. They kind of cracked me up. I'm like a huge comic book guy, right? So one one YouTube channel that I always watch. I don't know if you guys watch this stuff, but his channel is called Emergency Awesome, Mm-mm. and it's he breaks stuff down where everybody can understand. So like if you watch the shows like Flash or Arrow or Gotham or any of the comic booky shows, he breaks the show down so you don't have to read the comics and you can still understand what's going on in the show. Oh. it's pretty cool because my kids. They're into the shows heavily, but they haven't gone back and read all the backlogs on on the uh, comics. Right. So they usually read. They usually watch those because they'll see like, like just uh, yesterday or day before they released the Wally West I- I- images of the Flash. You know, the Flash version of Wally West. Oh. So, um, so my kids, you know, they know about Wally West, but they don't know about Kid Flash, who is his his costume kind of looks like. So they're going back and they're watching uh, Emergency Awesome, which you know tells them about the history until they can catch up in the comic books. That's cool channel. Cool. I've cool watched. I've watched some episodes of The Flash because it comes on before iZombie when it's on. Love The Flash. But, I mean, I think I have to see it, like, from the beginning. Like, watch all of them. So good. And now and now Kevin Smith is involved in The Flash even more. Oh, really? Like year, well, he did one. He directed one episode last year. And he's going to be directing more coming up this year. And I, I, I tell you, it's such a good show. And you want to watch a show that would make a grown man cry, it's Flash. I'm okay. telling you. Even Kevin Smith, if, you're, if you want to watch something that's funny as hell... Watch uh, Kevin Smith uh, flash reaction, and, he, okay. and he's crying like a baby, and it's Aww. so funny because I'll it's Kevin Smith. You know? Well, I was just listening to you guys the other day um, when you guys were talking about the Kevin Smith movie that's coming out, I think in September, that has his daughter uh, in Joe it. Yes, yeah. yes, I want to see that, like, so bad. It looks good. It looks good. And the fact that his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter are, are in it is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I love I'm anything definitely... Kevin Smith or Johnny Depp, anything like that. Yeah, and like um, I don't know if you heard, but Mallrats—they're going instead of him doing Mallrats three, a movie, 
he's going to do it as a TV show. Yeah, y'all so, said that on the show. I was yeah, like, wow, that's really cool. I was checking his Twitter feed today or yesterday. Said he was um, he was storyboarding all the episodes, you know, o- o- over the weekend. So we're gonna get a ton of clerks or not clerks, uh, mall rats, which is nice. Really cool. That is cool because it's like shit that we grew up with, but now mm-hmm. our kids can watch it too. Yeah, well, well, to a point. To a point. Well, my <laughs> my oldest is a Marine, so he can watch it. And then I've got it. I've got my son will be fifteen in a couple days. Happy birthday, Skyler! Um, yeah, he'll be fifteen on the fifteenth, but he's in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, so he won't be home. Then my daughter will be fourteen in August, and my youngest is ten. So I didn't want him to watch the youngest one to watch Deadpool without me, but he did. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't understand 99% of what was going on in the movie, but he watched it. And I was my, two, like, my two younger kids, I was like, you cannot watch this. this I did movie. not want him to watch it because they, when we were all going to the movies one day, they were like, let's go see Deadpool. I'm like, I am not taking Justin to see Deadpool yeah, because no. and then, and then that when makes me look my, like a dick. <laughs> yeah, and when it came to my oldest daughter, she's, she's 15, so right? So I was like, well, I was like. No, nah, that's I, cool. I was like, but I was like, your mom probably won't agree with it, but I'm going to do this. Here it is on my, on my iPad. Right. When I I walk out of this room, if you watch it, I I can't stop you, you know, like, but you know, if you do something like this, you gotta, you gotta just keep it between you, you know? And the next day she was like, that movie was awesome. I loved that movie. I loved it. And when I, like my oldest son went and saw it at the movies with his friends because their dad took him. And I was cool with that. Like, he's 15. He's watched way worse stuff than Deadpool, I'm sure, at this point in his life. My daughter, I don't care if she watches it, but I kind of like to be there when she watches it because she's a girl and it's different. The youngest, I was like, absolutely not. You're not watching that at all. But he, like I said, he did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. My like, kids have. Certain well, movies. As far as I know, my kids haven't seen Deadpool yet. Yeah, they're too young. I have a I have a copy that I have a closet in my bedroom, put a padlock on it, and it's inside that closet. He keeps all his porn in there. <laughs> no, I don't have any porn except my for kids, my phone. My kids all have access. It's, free. it's all free now. It is. My, it is. Yeah. My kids all have access to this. To like this, They all have the stuff that I get my stuff on, so they, they can watch it. When, oh, when mine do, too. Want. My son's the... The reason I know what site to go to. But He's the I, one that told me. I trust my kids, and they won't do it unless I said so. So, like, my daughter was even lo- looking at me that night. She was like, are you serious? And I'm like, I'm walking away. I'm walking <laughs> out. <laughs> so, like, you know, my kids all have access to the stuff. But right. they don't. They don't, like, cross that line with me. I guess yeah, mine are pretty good, know. but the youngest one, like... He knows of certain sites that he can go on to to watch it just because, like, when we all watch a movie together, I'm like, hey, go on here and see if it's on there. Mm-hmm. And so he decided one night, oh, I'm going to go on here and watch Deadpool. Yeah. You well, know, because he heard us all talking about it and stuff. He didn't want to feel yeah, left I out. I mean, when, when we were that age, we were watching, like, Friday the 13th. And it was uh, well, I, my parents never put restrictions on anything I watched or Me anything neither. I listened to. I'm sitting in my room listening to two live crew and I went to Catholic school and my parents didn't give a shit. I was like, I was like 12 listening to like fat boys and you know, NWA. Yep. Well, I'm sure my parents would have cared. My parents did. They just were able to monitor it as well. It's like, I know what I got away with. And unfortunately for my kids, 
I'm savvy to the technology, so they can't get away with it. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay to a point. Like, I let them know, look, you're really not allowed to do this. And yeah. then, like, you know, the older they get, you know, some of them, I'm like, you know, I don't want you it's to like, do this, but if you do it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's something. My son's 10 now. He's had some really questionable, <laughs> questionable internet searches. Oh, so has my son. Yeah, my son, two or three years ago. Look, two years and ago. I know it, two and years I know it go came ahead. probably from his friends at school with uh, older siblings. There could be, but no, Justin. There's no, no reason for him to think about that and think, oh, I can go on the computer and look for this. Justin was searching on Google two years ago when he was eight. How to get an eight-year-old girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying. I was like, what? But I remember my oldest, when my oldest was like 12. My son was Googling for pictures of naked girls. Well, see, this is what I was going to tell you. When when my oldest son, who is now 19, when he was about 12, I came, my computer was in the kitchen. So I came in and sat down at the computer and the monitor was off. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and I'm like, then I hear noises coming from my headphones, which are on the floor. And it was moaning. It was moaning and stuff. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So I I wrote my husband and I'm like, what the fuck are you putting on the computer? And why are you leaving it on there? Because the kids will see this. And he's like, it wasn't me. And I'm like, what? So Anthony was the next person. And I wrote, I called him in there and I was like, dude, what the hell were you doing on this computer? So finally he's like, looking at naked stuff. I'm like, um, great. Um, can you not do that on the family computer? Because you have like a four and five year old brother and sister and a brand new baby brother. I'd rather not see that shit. So when his dad came to pick him up for the weekend, I was like, um, you might want to ask your son about his choice of internet searches. He's like, yeah. what are you talking about? So Anthony had to explain it to his dad too. Never had another issue. Last time I had, last time I looked up my son's uh, Google his history on his phone, it was Nicki Minaj naked. What? He liked the booty. <laughs> yes, he does. He's like, All right. How old is he? He's fourteen. Oh, okay. Well, that makes that sense. Was like, that was like two years ago, though. So he's That's like so funny. That is so funny. But they all are going to yeah, do see, that I, stuff. You know, they all have yes, access to it. it. It's like, I'll try to put them off as long as I can. I have no idea when the kids are going to get cell phones of their own. Well, mine got well, theirs. My oldest got his when he was 11 because he had to walk to and from school. And the other kids got theirs last year. So they were a little older than him. And I think next year when school starts, my youngest will have a phone and he's 10. Just yeah, because they walk three. home from school, and I, I'd feel more safe if they had that. Oh, they're a block away from school right now. Yeah, mine so are a couple like, blocks. Yeah, but it's like middle school, maybe. It depends on their activities. It's like, you know what? Right now, for the most part, if they're not with us, they're with an adult who has a phone. So there's yeah. no reason for them to have one. Now, maybe in middle school... But most likely, definitely in high school, especially when they have friends who are driving. Yeah. It's like, then, yes, a cell phone is a definite. My but kids then all, it also all, depends on my wife's views. <laughs> all three of mine have cell phones. And I guess the youngest probably got hers when she was like 10. 
Yeah, so, that's when mine will get his. He'll get his this year sometime because he just turned 10. Yeah, I, I think that's a good, good age because they need a way to communicate with people. They do. And also the fact that a lot of them can do homework shit on their phone. Yeah, like then uh, they don't my, tie up my computer. My kids, <laughs> they, they don't give them textbooks anymore. It's all. No, iPad. everything's online. Everything my well, kids do is online. They give them an iPad that you use like the entire time you're at that school. Yeah, we had Chromebooks at ours. It's really cool, and it's like mm -hmm. okay, but every, like they can't like search things. It's all like parental control. No, my 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 uh fourteen year old got in trouble for searching for. He was he was all into the Breaking Bad thing, so he was searching for stuff about meth at a Catholic school, <laughs> which didn't fare over well with oh. the principal. And yeah, my son my son was kicked off the computer at school last year. I'm not sure what he was looking up, but he was looking up inappropriate things. Yeah, they all do that. My son wasn't the only yeah. one that got but, in trouble. But, you know, tablets tablets make sense. It's like even the low-end ones now. Yeah, they all do everything. Mm -hmm. Yes. Could potentially last a child through their entire school year or yeah. school career. Yeah. If all they use it for is to put on textbooks. And that would just cut down entire cost of textbooks mm -hmm. completely. That is true. And I don't know if you Especially guys in before before they gave out the iPads, they had to carry all these books to school. Yes, and they're like 30 backpacks, yeah, we're so heavy. Yeah. And now they just go in, they don't even need a backpack, you know? Nope. Or they go in with like a, a backpack with just an iPad and some pencils in it. And That's I, it. I think it's great, you know, and like yeah. it lasts a while because they gave um well, my daughters both got iPads. My son, he came, he got like a, some other kind of tab. I'm not sure what it is, but my daughters, because they go to, my daughters go to one school, my son goes to another. And uh, they got iPads last year, and they just, the, the goal is for them to be able to keep those iPads un, until they're done with that, like, you know, right. junior, you know, or high school, you know, they keep yeah. a period of times. And if they can get four years, three, four years out of an iPad, the amount of money they pay, and they pay five hundred bucks or whatever for for the iPad, they might get them cheap cheaper. They're like, the I think they do because they order so many. Yeah. yeah, hell, they could even get just a Kindle for a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. And my kids all got Kindles, but um, but you look at the price of textbooks. Your kid loses a textbook at school; it's like ninety fucking dollars. Oh hell yeah! So dude, it, you're saving a ton it, even if they even if that textbook's been used for ten years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So, it's crazy. It is. Well, I know everybody has to get up early for work tomorrow. So we should probably wrap this bitch up. Yeah. But we, we loved having you, Mike. You'll have to you and Gidget will yes, have to come on another time, like when everybody's here. Yeah. Do this again. Yeah, I wanted Micro to be here, but you know it happens. You it know? does, so yeah. It is what it is. Damn teeth. Um, <laughs> or or you could, we could, hopefully we'll all be together in um October. Yeah, that, that that's yes, goal. yes it is. Uh, I'm switching all offices here. I'll be going to a new office and I'll put in let's see I can put in for it. I think it's you have to put in for it six weeks ahead of time. So I'll put do it now, yeah. I and uh, once once I switch I'll go ahead and put in for it and if I get it I will be there. I'm there we go. I've got it scheduled off for months now. I have an interview tomorrow at another club that is by my house. So I'm going to be working at both, but I'm telling them tomorrow, look, October, I need these days. I'm not going to be here. 
Yep, and it's it. That's on my birthday weekend, so it works oh, out. Oh shit! So be a nice little like birthday weekend trip kind of thing. That would be one awesome. Other thing, one, one other thing we got to do. We should do a mashup show. Yes, yes. Like because we both record on Monday nights, we should all just get together one night and record it, and like release half of the show in one feed and half of it on the other. Or that's something. a good That'd idea. Cool. And it's good cross promotion. It is. Well, let us know when you want to do that, and then we will be there. All right, we'll figure it out. We should we'll definitely do it, do it over the summertime. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm going to tell everybody where they can find us, and then we'll let you tell everybody where they can find you. So um, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics, and that's all capitals, all one word. Um, you can find me on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Untapped at Xtified, or at Jesse Pittsburgh, capital J and capital P. Go ahead, Freak. Take it away. Okay. You can also find us on Twitter at ZambiAnonymous. You can email us at zombie underscore anonymous at outlook.com. You can find me on Twitter and Snapchat and untapped at Freak5Chaos. Oh, my plug this week will be... Well, there's... um. Since we were talking about ghosts earlier, there's a podcast, Jim Harold's Campfire Tales. Love it. Love it. Oh, wow. So check that People out. People call in with their just different ghost stories. And he's been around a long that happened time. to them. Okay. Yes. And he has a f- quite a few different shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're also on Zombie Anonymous Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. And you can also, don't forget to send your Snapchats to Eric. Yes. Eric with AK1990. He loves the butt pics. He's only gotten one. He's only gotten one. Be sure to send him some horror stories about um, dental procedures. Dry sockets (laughs) would be a good one for now since he's done with the surgery. (laughs) I hear that's a nightmare. It is. It sucks. (laughs) All right, Mike, where can we find you? Uh, I don't know our Facebook URL, so I'm just going to say look us up on Facebook, XD Experience. Um, you can find us there. You can find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube. We don't do much on YouTube, even though we keep saying we need to do something with it. It's hard to like, figure out. I'm waiting out for that giant thing. worm video. I know. Like, I got all these <laughs> plans, and I, and I have the way to do it. Like I have like the programs that can make it. It's just finding time for us both to sit down and like storyboard it and yeah. like, get outside and do it. <laughs> it, it will. I forgot about that. It will happen. You know, I have everything I need to make this happen at this point. Um, a lot of times we say things and then it takes a while for us to get to them because we say it and then we're like, shit, now we got to figure out how to do it. It happens. Um, and then you forget about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you forget about it. And then, you know, one show rolls into another and then you're like, oh, shit, we got forgot to do that. Um, oh, but yes, yeah, you can you're find supposed us- to, uh, You're supposed to give... Uh, Provide awareness for our listeners. Oh, we forgot about it. <laughs> dolphin rape. <laughs> so, okay, let, let me get out the rest of my plugs, and then then I'll, then I'll get into dolphin rape. That'll end it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, find us all over the place. Google us, Talk Shoe, TuneIn Radio, um, all those Zombie Radio Network, BS Podcast Network. There's a ton of different places to find us. Just Google us, and you will find us. The X, the experience. Um, dolphin rape is <laughs> something I came across about four years ago maybe five i don't even know at this point um it's been a while um <laughs> but what it is is actually believe it or not like 12 people a year are raped or molested by dolphins and people don't know about this and i want to bring awareness to it. i've been preaching this for years be vigilant out, out there just don't swim around thinking nothing's going to happen because these things will come up and they will rape you and they will kill your kids 
So when you're in the uh, in the Bahamas on your honeymoon, watch out. Look, I mean, just case in point, last night we were talking about this, and then I looked in GIFs on, or GIFs, whatever they're called, on the uh, Facebook Messenger, and there was like seven different dolphin rape ones. I got me a Pokemon. <laughs> so dolphin rape does happen. Just keep an eye out for it. It will Just don't turn your back on a dolphin. I'm telling you, they will rape you. <laughs> your wife won't be the only one getting the D. That's right. Somebody <laughs> don't get the D. Double D, because it'd be a dolphin dick. Double D! <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> yeah. So, Too I mean, but it, 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 it's great. Go and just Google, like, uh, dolphin rape, and you'll see all these people. There's, like, people are putting stickers in New York up that says dolphin rape, and, you know, that is funny. awareness of this. And it's, it's, it's actually a thing, and people don't even know that it exists. So it's really interesting. Yeah, people need to come on with the signs of the times. That's right. That sounds like like a new picture or new uh, sticker for the XD experience. The X double D. (laughs) (laughs) The X double D experience. I don't I don't know if you remember, Jess, but I did one years ago when I first came up and it was like guns will protect you from dolphin rape. And it was this guy standing over top of a dolphin with with a gun. It was great. I think I do remember those. (laughs) It was was funny. Here you go. There it is. I remember that. That's funny. Yep, yep, yep. I still have that damn app on my phone that you told me about. The I that's buttons. I still use it today. Yeah. Yep, I've, seen the video, awesome. I've, I've seen the video with a cat on a boat smacking and interacting with the dolphin. And I, I just think, watching that video, that the dolphin's just th- wondering how it can get the fish or the cat into the water so it can rape it. You know what the dolphin's thinking? Do you know? No. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I love that song. And then, you know, when the cat is like this and like that and like this, Santa. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Or, 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 you know, the dolphin is like. It's kind of low, but you know, why so serious? You know, <laughs> or what if the cat wants it all along and then is like, Wait a minute, I was looking for See? one, and I don't think it's just on here anymore. What one? The I just had sex one. Oh, that's on. There. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he's on I have a Uh it's somewhere on there. Yeah, it's still on there. I don't see it. I was looking for that. That would have been perfect. <laughs> All know, right. I've never been raped by a dolphin. But I had a friend whose dog used to try to hump people. <laughs> and this dog would sit there and grab you by the back of your knee to make your knee buckle so you'd fall to the ground, make it easier for him to hump you. What the hell? <laughs> Weird. All right. Well, I know you guys got to get up early. I don't have to get up early, but we will wrap it up. So thanks, Mike, for coming on. We're definitely going to do a mashup show and have Gidget, yes. you know, Thank talk you to much. her, see what's good for her. Because, yeah, we do appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, to end it, I'll just throw this one out there. No, no, oh, Lord. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alright everybody We will see you at the next yeah. meeting And especially <laughs> And especially for Micro Enjoy your nightmares Oh yeah Elgin. Bye Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.